Hi there, you're listening to Cinemacult, where we pick a weekly movie genre, review a movie with that specific theme, and then discuss where the genre is going, where it's been, and figure out what significance it ultimately plays in cinema's history. As expected, there will be spoilers, and F-bombs are dropped pretty frequently. Alright, this week we did something a little different. Um, we're actually going to profile director Eli Roth, but we're going to do two of his movies uh, for the first part of the podcast, because he had two movies come out within a two-week span. We're going to do first Green Inferno, and then we're going to do the Keanu Reeves flick, Knock Knock. Alright, let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's talk about Green Inferno first. What did everybody think? Just come out and say it. Ooh. Oh man, I... Get right, I, right to it. I really don't know what to think about this movie. Like, I mean, there are moments that I've absolutely cringed at. Yeah, there where are. I was like, "Fuck, this is like awful." But no, like, no, that just started for me. What did everybody think of it? I don't know. I don't, it's, it's just it's it's, it's it's not an essay question. Did you like it or did you not? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was horrible. I thought it was good. Okay, I think it was good. I think it was a one-time watch. Are you just I saying it because I said that? No, I think I think it was good, but I think it's a one-time watch. Because I said that? What else do you want me to say? It's either good or bad. <laughs> it's yeah. a 50-50 shot, oh, man. Yeah, we know where you're standing at. Hanta, <laughs> what do you got? I don't think I really like this movie. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you not like about it? Uh, The format. The overall story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, They focus like a good hour on like the activism. Yeah. Yeah. And... I felt like it was just, it, they did the cannibalism. It was, like, until the very end, pretty much. Well, like, I, I kind of feel like with this, though, is I really thought going into this that Eli Roth was going to take this kind of genre, this very simple genre into his hands and do something different and spin mm-hmm. it on its head. But he just kind of ended up coming, he ended up at the end doing exactly what the genre has done in the past with other movies. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything, I thought I was expecting something different with it. I was like, Okay, what's he gonna do with the cannibal genre? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, he just made a modern day cannibal genre movie. Like, I, this is exactly what I would have expected of this movie. For me, it kind of felt like a almost like an anti anti save the rainforest movie is what I kind of thought the entire time. Really? So that's destroy the rainforest. Kind of like it was just like oh, activism is bullshit or blah blah blah. You know? Yeah, I yeah, and there was that's okay. That's what I'll I'll bring up too in this movie. I was very confused at the end of this movie. Like, it wasn't were you guys until, confused? Because it wasn't until, like, the very end where it's like... <laughs> Why are you jumping to the end? Because, man? no, because he brought up the activism thing. Because I was. I was very I know, confused on what this yeah. movie's message know, was. Yeah. Like, and the, the message isn't clear until the very end of the movie, which is the case with most movies. But, like, I don't really understand what this movie was trying to tell me at the end of it. I agree. Yeah. I don't get it. I was, like, I was lost. What were your thoughts, Chris? I don't know. You guys are looking at me like I had an I, know, I think you are going to say something. Well, the overall thought in the movie... Was I don't know, man. Well, why don't we start from the beginning? Right, That's the beginning. what I was trying to do, man. <laughs> the entire time. Why don't you get thought of it, man? <laughs> All right. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's basically about some college kids, some activists that go to this rainforest to stop this um, like bulldozing company. Yeah, from like destroying this forest where yeah. these natives live because there's natural gas underneath where they live. It's, exactly. a, it's a big resource basically for natural gases. Yeah, so all these college kids go to try to stop it. They chain themselves to trees. They're kind of successful. Um, they get back in their plane to leave. It crashes. They meet this tribe and they become prisoners pretty much of this tribe and cannibalism is involved. Etc. Etc. Yeah, it's basically like a big throwback to Cannibal Holocaust, which we yeah. brought up in yes. our, our found footage episode on. Yeah, it is a giant throwback to this movie, and, and I, it's. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot more than Cannibal Holocaust. I'm gonna say though, but like, I am not. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Cannibal Holocaust. 
I don't think it's that good of a movie yeah. to sit there to do another entire movie based on how good that movie is. And I know for a fact, Eli Roth has said this in a statement, that that, that Cannibal Holocaust is his favorite film. That's insane to me. Which I can understand That's how that movie could be good. anybody's yeah. favorite fucking movie. There's a lot of people that think it's like the best fucking movie ever made, and I don't understand. I don't find it very entertaining. I saw it once. I don't ever need to see yeah, this movie again. Yeah, same with me, yeah. I'm talking about Cannibal Holocaust, of yeah. course. But you know what? I would out. say the same about Green Inferno. I would say the same thing about Green Inferno. I saw it once. I really don't need to see it. I'd again. watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. I would. Yeah. Um, there wasn't huge character development, but Not I really. think the acting choices were good. I thought oh everybody that gosh, was in it. The acting was really. Yeah, everybody. I'm gonna go ahead and stop you right here because I'm gonna argue this. The acting in this say, movie was fucking shit. Really? The acting was fucking terrible. Terrible. Who was so? It bad? was like okay. At one point, they used the line "poser." I was like, guys. And I feel like I'm going to have to, t- like, rip on Eli Roth. I was like, guys, nobody calls people posers anymore. That is so 10 years ago. <laughs> I think they're, like, they're called hipsters now. We call them hipsters. Yeah. Never, like, I was like, it was so, the, the dialogue was so dated. That blonde girl that was in the beginning of this oh, movie she's was s- fucking awful. Atrocious. Atrocious. Everything awful. you're saying, I had no problem with. Wow. Dude, she was definitely boning somebody because there was no yeah. reason why that woman should have been in this movie. Her, 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 like, personality and everything was just not, like... Actually, it's yeah. funny you say that because uh, in the when she stayed back at home and her roommate went off... I was like, oh, man, she's not going to be in the rest of the movie. I kind of liked her. Really? Yeah. She was so bad. Like, her dialogue delivery was terrible. And, and I couldn't yeah. tell if it was the dialogue or if it was her delivery of it that was bad. Yeah. Okay. Or if it was just equally bad. Okay, do, do we like the main girl? Yeah, I thought she was good. Yeah. <laughs> no, the main girl was good. I liked yeah. the main girl. Okay. I think that one particular actress, I think it, the movie benefited from her not being in the rest of the movie. Okay. Once she was out of the picture, like it was like, all right, thank God she's yeah. not in the rest of the Yeah, movie. I really think so too. And I think it, it really did benefit for the rest of the film. I think majority of the actors that are involved in the I think they're all like legit reactions. I think they're all like everything was good. <laughs> uh like even the asshole, whatever his name was, the main I thought he was actress, fine. Yeah. He was fine. He played a good asshole, yeah. like, you know, he's like, unlikable. I liked yeah. um, his motive. His like, I feel like his reasonings for doing things made sense. Yeah. Like, there's one part, and I'll bring this up, is when they were actually escaping the cage, mm-hmm. and he stabbed that guy with the poison dart. And he's like, I don't. He's like, I can't stay here to be eaten by myself. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's like, like buys, a legit buys motivation. Me time basically. Pretty much. Yeah. But there's one. <laughs> there's one part we'll talk about here. His his motivation made no sense. Yeah, we'll get to it. It's yeah laughable. <laughs> yeah. No, I I just I, I okay the. Like there was certain, it was weird because there's like there's certain actors in this movie that are fucking awful, yeah. And there's certain actors that like no, they're actually really good actors, but, but there's the, no middle ground. People. But the ones that are awful, they get killed off pretty much immediately, which is good. Yeah, that yeah, they get killed off pretty much immediately. Not like good that they they die, you know, because if these are real people, I don't want people to die. That's dark. If that blonde hair, yeah, that's but dark. if that blonde hair girl in the beginning, her friend was in the rest of the movie, this movie could have been like suffering really badly from yeah. her like performance. Yeah. Because, like, seriously, she was, like, I, I couldn't describe how, like, it, I feel amateur, like we watched it sounded like two different movies. Dude, like, Nobody's listening to her was, like, me. it sounded like a uh, like an amateur movie. Like, at first, it did. Like, this it did. feels like an amateur movie. It was really just the movie. beginning part yeah. for me. Yeah. And then once they, like, kind of went on their adventure, you know, for the yeah. activism, that's when it was, like, all right, I'll let it slide. Well, but. there was there was one part, too, in the beginning when uh, she's in the lecture hall and they're talking about what they do um, yeah, to the, the their, ceremonial yeah, like, ceremonial thing they do to vaginas. 
when a woman <laughs> when a girl becomes a woman. And they're talking about it, and the girl raises her All hand. I heard was doo-doo vaginas. Doo-doo vagina. <laughs> but no. took a pause, and you know, that's what they... Doo-doo vaginas. No, she raises her hand and says, like, the most, like, random comment. She's like, my father can, like, really help this. And everyone just is kind of quiet. They're like, all right, moving on to the ants. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was yeah. such a random comment. Like, she's like, my father is a chair holder or whatever. So basically, like, yeah. he could really help the Amazon with this problem. And then, like, no one says anything. And they're yeah. like, why did she say that? And there's a lot of those lines in the beginning yeah. where they're, like, kind of weird It's all about, comments. yeah, it's all the reason why they go over there. So basically, Justine's the, our main character. And she's a college freshman at the you know, school or whatever. And she becomes interested in activism because of the guy who's in charge. She's attracted to him, right? Uh, I... Initially, I feel like... I think so, yeah. I feel like that's what it was, but at the same time, I feel like it was But it's only... That's the only reason why she gets involved, I feel like. Yeah, okay. And but then... I know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, yeah, fighting your that's, argument. That's I, just, I felt what the same I, thing. That's what I gathered from. Yeah, I felt that, the same thing, but at the same... There's because do you remember the scene where she's, like, looking over the activism circle or whatever? And, like, her roommate's, like, making a comment. like, oh, he's, like, you know, the guy, the leader or whatever, but he's taken. And then, like, that asshole girlfriend of his yeah like walks up and looks at them and then like kisses him yeah like that's what i gather is like that you know she's basically like into him but he's already taken basically yeah, yeah. that's what it is that's yeah. pretty much what that's it is. probably what it and is and so yeah she's basically the daughter of somebody that's high like a higher up in nato which is why okay they use that against the bulldozing company yeah which is why they basically recruit her into the group is because they're going to use that against them basically okay yeah, I didn't even pick up on. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. I pick up yeah. on that either. Because that's why they gave him for her. And later on, when they're chaining themselves up, she has the lock that is like not. Yeah, because yeah. they basically okay. know that she's gonna be like held hostage for a second. Yeah, and that's what they're speaking in in Spanish at one point. Is basically saying that she's the daughter of this guy at NATO. Oh, why, yeah. okay. I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't. Like now you bring that up, that makes sense. But you guys, uh, I forgot to tell you, I'm fluent in Spanish. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't I, one thing I will say about Roth's movies, and I think it kind of works in this one too. He uh, his setups for movies are pretty good. Like I, we know nothing really happens the first forty minutes, but it's essentially uh, people going into a situation that they're not ready for. Yeah, that's the pretty much the setup. Yeah, yeah. See, you know what though? I would I would have cut the first twenty minutes out of this movie. Yeah, I would have like I think started. They they should have just started right into the thing. Yeah, I would have started right when they were chaining themselves up to the trees and putting masks on. Because I thought, I was like, this would be a really cool opening. Because you don't know what they're doing. Because they're putting masks on their face. Like, you don't really know what their motivation is. And then, like, and then it break in. The movie starts from that point on. I was like, that'd be a great start. I was like, this 20 minutes I need with, like... It's just weird. It's like the first 20 minutes of the movie doesn't fit. The dialogue's kind of corny. The acting's kind of piss poor. And then after they chain themselves up to the tree, that's when the movie becomes like itself. Like honestly, I mean, all that stuff in the beginning, I was never bored with. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one thing I'll say about this movie. And you know, ultimately, movies are entertained. I was never bored in this movie. Okay, I was. I uh, it never lost my attention. I was always right there. It's not that I was bored. It it got to a lot of points where I didn't care about any of the characters. Well, really? it's like I'm. Like, here to see a cannibal movie and get right to the point, you know? Well, see, yeah. I'm, I'm different. I don't... The only reason these deaths by these cannibals 
are so dramatic as if you care about the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only the first death that happens in the movie is the one you, is the you guy you the care most. about the most. Yeah. So like once he was dead, I was like, all right, I don't really care about anybody well, else. That's actually a good. Let's talk about the gore. Okay. Okay. Oh man. So the very first death is pretty gruesome. Which is uh, Jonah, who's like the guy that is interested in the main character. Yeah, and I liked him. I wanted yeah. him to stick around. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I, I leaned over to Matt during the movie. We all saw us in the theater together. It but... was right when he said, like, he's like, you're a, a fat guy in love. Yeah. And his buddy said it to him. He's like, you're a fat guy in love. Chris leaned over to me in the theater and said... I was like, I was like, man, I was like, he's going to get it, and he's going to get it really bad. Oh, man. He was like yeah, this nice like, guy. I knew it. And it's kind of like what we've talked about in past movies where you have like this like nice, innocent person where they get picked on or something happens, and you're yeah. like, that sucks. You like know? wheelchair yeah. guy and Friday the 13th. Which we bring up. Yeah. I think we bring that up every what? podcast. Okay, his death is really violent. He gets his eyes gouged out. He gets his tongue cut out. Will... He gets his arm, his legs, oh, and then his last arm cut off, and then he gets his head chopped off. Yeah. So he gets like the whole shebang, and he's the first one to die. But I feel like what kind of ruined me for this death was watching all the other people die in the airplane in the scene previous to this. Why? Almost like, okay, like, you watched a guy get, like, a tree limb through his face, and his yeah. whole, like, top half jaw part was, like, chopped yeah. off. And I feel like it kind of ruined me in a way for, like, the violence, let me wrong, the violence were, was violent. Yeah. But, like, I feel like if I would have went in, and, like, they would have been picked up by the tribe, and then, like, the violence would have, like, kicked in, then it would be more of, like, a shock of cold water. Like, setting, it, the, setting the tone of the movie from the first death by the cannibals, instead yeah. of, like... Because we're calling it the first death, but in actuality, there's like four or five deaths before this Because there's death. a guy who gets a tree limb through his head. There's a guy that's walking around and gets hit by one of the <laughs> the, the, the blades of the plane. And I, it, it kind of took <laughs> everybody, everybody in the theater off guard. Yeah. yeah. We all kind of jumped but at like, that. It was like deaths like that where they're accidental and they're very violent and brutal. Yeah. That like when we got into this one, I feel like it... Like I would say, like okay, on a ninety percent, like a, on an eighty percent scale, like this first death that we're talking about is pretty extreme, right? Yeah. But it could have been a hundred if you didn't have shown all those other deaths before. Well, see, the and thing I know about it's hard not to show because like that propeller scene was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. Well, all those first deaths are like real quick, like you know they die. It's basically like a uh, alive, where it's like you see all the people flying out of the yeah, back of the pretty plane, much, yeah, you know? yeah. And it's all, like, quick deaths, and, like, I'm not saying it doesn't have my sympathy, but that very first death by the cannibals... Yeah. That kid suffers, man. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it goes yeah. on you forever. Hear him, when you hear him screaming... Yeah. It was, like... Oh, man, it was pretty fucking terrifying. No, yeah. Like, tr- not terrifying, it was traumatizing. It was. It was yeah, rough. I know, you felt... But, like, you know what, though, is it was, it was, as, soon as, he was di- as soon as he died... I had this real funny feeling that came over me, and I was like, man, I was, everybody's fucked. Yeah. I was like, who cares at this point? Yeah. I was like, I was like, 95% of these people are going to die. I was yeah. like, so it was like, it's just a matter of when. And I kind of like set into my brain that I couldn't enjoy the rest of the movie because I was just waiting for who's going to die the most. I was actually getting kind of like, not teared up, but I was getting like pretty, I was feeling, I was getting all the feels, man. Okay. Because, emotional? Yeah, I was getting a little emotional because it's like, you know, how, how much he's suffering. And it wasn't until they, like, decapitated him where I was like, oh, man, that sucks so much. And he's, like, a nice guy. Yeah, know, like, that's everything. what I'm saying. It sucks. I yeah. hate when you do that in movies. Yeah. We were just like, oh, man, he seems like, because he seemed like a nice, innocent guy. Yeah. From the way he, like, approached people. Which I talk. guess is the equivalent, I mean, we'll talk about later, but it's, like, the character in Hostel, the buddy. 
Yeah, that's exactly. Which is kind of like how yeah. I felt with that. that oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. terrible, man. Yeah. That was yeah. awful. Um, okay, what do you think about it being? I'm not saying the movie's tame, but it's kind of tame after that first brutal killing. It is. It is actually. Yeah, I will yeah. agree with you. It's like it. It goes about down like 40 notches. I feel like. Yeah. 40 uh, leagues under the sea. 40 like, notches out of 20. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I have no, no idea. No, it does. It gets a little tame because I think the person that dies the worst is the tattooed uh, lesbian girl. Oh. Um, she dies the worst, but you don't see her death. But it's off screen, yeah. That's yeah. why it was so effective about but it. But do they find her body later? I no, don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, because no. like, when they go to the crash site towards the like towards the end, is her body on one of the No, and it wouldn't have had any skin on it, so we don't know. Yeah, yeah no. I, don't, I don't know. It was weird, but her, just her tattoos were cut off. Yeah. No, they basically flayed her and they, then they ate her. Yeah, they ate her. Oh, okay, I didn't realize yeah. they ate her. It's the same thing where they just cooked the body, you know? Because I thought they cooked the other blonde girl, her girlfriend. They did. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't know yeah. they, they killed, like, yeah. they cooked all three of them. Yeah. Well, they're cannibals. Yeah. Basically what happens at this scene is there are, one of the girls gets out of the cage that they're all trapped in. She sees a boat, like a little, like, canoe or whatever you would call it. Like a canoe. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. It's basically like they... The, the way the natives have, they use boats is they basically take a log and then hollow it out and they use that as a boat, basically. Okay, yeah. And she runs towards this boat. That's super, like, that's super detailed. I'm like, and that's how you make a boat. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what they did. I know. It's just like. <laughs> it's basically boating 101. <laughs> Dur. Yeah. Well, she jumps in this boat and as soon as she then, jumps in yeah. the boat, cuts to black. Black, yeah. And, you're, and it, it was cool editing because you're like, oh, man, did she get away? Did she not? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Well, it cuts back to everybody in the cage, and all the cannibals, or the natives, I should refer to them as natives, I don't know why, but, um... The natives of... Of cannibalism? Yeah. But, um, they all start giving them bowls of food. Yeah, and they're like, eat up, we need our energy. We we need our energy if we're gonna escape tonight, so they start killing it, and one of the girls, who is the girlfriend of the girl that ran away... Yeah. Kind of girlfriend, but... I think it's it's basically her girlfriend. Yeah, it's her girlfriend. Yeah. Um, she's eating the stuff, and she's a vegetarian, which is a nice little touch on top of that. Yeah. And while she's eating it, she looks at the bottom of her bowl, and she sees a tattoo on skin. Like, there's a piece of, like, flesh in her bowl yeah. of food. And it was her girlfriend's tattoo. Yeah. And she looks up, and she just sees all these people, like, with, like, chunks of skin that have tattoos on them. Like, wearing it, kind Wearing of. it, like, stickers almost. Like, they're yeah. putting it on their body, yeah. and... It's pretty fucked up. Like this is yeah, a really messed up. up. I think and, and, this is like kind of like a touching moment because as soon as she realizes what's happening, yeah, she smashes the bowl on the ground and just slits her own throat. Yeah, without hesitation. This yeah. happens so. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, there's no point. Like, fuck it. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty dark. Um, but then they use her body. Uh, they, well, we, they we got know, some well, weed yeah. earlier on in the movie. Basically, uh, Shaggy's idea is it's uh, a <laughs> it's the spy kid. One, oh, one, yeah. one half of the Spy Kids. This yeah. is true. I did yeah. not know yeah. this. Hanta yeah. pointed this I out. Didn't. I was like, no yeah. shit. But um, they use her body. They know they're going to cook her body. So he shoves all the weed down her throat. It's actually a good idea. It actually is a pretty clever idea. And when they cook the body, the weed spreads out and everybody all the gets the smoke, basically, up. yeah. Uh, we need to talk about the scene. We kind of skipped it here. There is a masturbation scene. At the very beginning. Scene. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think of this? I thought it was really funny because it caught me off guard, but I was like, what an... Like, I, I was like, this is so random. It is, yeah, kind of random. Well, the head of the activism, the guy who, like, runs the whole thing... He's basically the biggest fucking asshole you could pretty ever much, pretty see much. in a movie. 
And there's so many points in this movie that proves it. But at one point, right when the girl slits her throat, the camera cuts over. It's literally, is it right, right after no, she... No, it's actually right after. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. right after she slits her oh, own yeah, throat. yeah, right after. In the... Is it right after? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. immediately I know, I after. Know. I'm yeah. just saying because we said it like oh, seven yeah. times. Yeah. It's right after. Is it? Right after, after, after. Right after, after. Um, she slits her throat, and it cuts to the main guy, and he's just sitting there going to town on himself. And... I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding. We're all thrown off guard. His whole explanation is that, like, the relief tension is, like, masturbation or acting violence. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, since I can't do that, I'm just gonna jerk off basically. And the best part is that one of the other guys in the group, uh, who's, like, the other likable person, I guess, in the movie. You mean Dave Matthews? What? Dave Matthews. Oh, okay. Are you yeah. talking, remember Dave Matthews? The bald head? Yeah, that guy, that guy, that guy looked like Dave Matthews. No, he doesn't look like Dave yes, Matthews. He did. Oh. Yes, he no, did. Yes, he did. Not at all. Whatever. Dave Matthews listeners, feel free to call in <laughs> with your comments. DMB DMB. He basically is like, this is like the last straw, basically. And he goes up and calls him an asshole. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you, blah, blah. And then starts strangling him. And you can see that the guy starts like getting more and more into the whole... Masturbation because he's still yeah, he's still doing he's like, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's a really okay. I I I think it's a funny scene. I don't like it. I feel like it's kind of like it was like I felt like it was forced in. It was forced in, but I feel like it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. Like that's why I lied to him because that's the last thing you would expect. But like I kind of like that sense of like dread that I was feeling, and then all of a sudden it was like something like this yeah. was so goofy. I was Cut like, all right. I mean, I fucking started laughing in the theater. Yeah, but that's what I like about Roth is Roth can like really do something really brutal and then have some kind of joke and then it kind See, of I don't like I don't like that with like a horror movie. Really? Oh, I do. Yeah. I like that cuz it, it 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 takes you off guard. Yeah. And you're like laughing and you're like all right, we've talked about this before. Where you know you're kind of having fun and then your guard's down yeah. and then you're you're getting ready to get scared again and you're not prepared for it. Yeah. But I guess like with this I it, like that is true. It makes like, me not want to okay. uh I'm with you on that. With like this movie especially, like the comedy in it, it made me not take the movie seriously at all. Well, I didn't think there was too yeah. much comedy. Uh, there's there was times, yeah, but like I agree with him because it's like okay, so it, this moment takes you out of the movie, right? And then the moment following immediately is he gets every, they get everybody high in the village and they escape. Yeah. And then the moment that follows after that is Spy Kids yeah. gets eaten alive. And that's your thing. next. That's your. That's your next sense of like horror. Yeah, and it's true because it kind of does build you up. Like it brings your guard down again. Yeah, for like laughter, and then all of a sudden, like this horrible part where this guy gets ripped to pieces. Yeah, like, happens. And basically, Spy Kids is our like. I guess he would be like our our comic relief. Yes, he's our comic. Yeah, relief. because yeah. he had the idea about stuffing the weed down the girl's throat, so when they cook the body, yeah. you know, everyone gets high. Which I don't really <laughs> understand this concept. I mean, I do. Because if this was a legit concept, I'd be fucking stoned out my ass every time I went to a concert because weed was just in the air. I don't think it was in the air because they ate it. Did they eat? But is that? Yeah, they were eating it. And everything. Is it because they ate it? I'm assuming yeah. it like baked it. Uh, so, yeah, it's so weird. It's such a weird conversation. Yeah, I'm assuming it baked into the body. No, we need body. to talk about the science of this because it's like your it's corner. like your essential like weed science brownie. Corner. You know, you're putting the weed in the brownie, the the chocolate mix or the cake mix. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it is like the same, same concept. concept. Cool, that's uh, Hanta's Weed Corner, I guess. <laughs> oh, man, we can go even further, though, because... Never mind, we're not going to go further. <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, and at this point, like, it's another comedy element. 
And the guy's running around and he's freaking out. He's like, they got the munchies. They got the yeah. munchies. Yeah. And they just tear him. And then he gets eaten them. and you're terrified again. I love that up and down thing. I really I kind of wish he had the, the the line from Day of the Dead, the guy, the captain that gets that's the first joke thing. on it. Yep. That's the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, please say yeah. it. Please. Yeah, I know. Joke like, on it. <laughs> well, then after this, so now we're down to three people left. Yeah. We have the main activist guy still in the cage. Then we have Dave Matthews and the main girl. But all the while, before the uh, stoner gets eaten, they had escaped. The they two. had escaped, yeah. But, all, right, okay, so, yeah. all right, so on their own. So run. we have three people left, one in a cage, two were out there. Yeah. They run back, and they find the original... Um, the GPS. The GPS, yeah. They find the original plane that had crashed yeah. and everything. And all the people that had died in the beginning of the movie are now basically, on sticks. They're on, basically, pikes, basically. Pretty yeah, much, yeah. yeah. They've been impaled. Yeah. And um, so you think that's like, what I was saying? Like, I, like I thought one of the girls because she goes to the they hear a cell phone ring. And it's the, it's, in the, girl's it's, the it's the activist's girlfriend. Yeah. Her, oh shit! Never mind. That's her, what it was. Like I couldn't. I, I didn't really see it because like they're both blondes. Yeah. Or no, she was a redhead. The other girl was a blonde, and I couldn't really tell like the difference between them in the yeah. dark. So yeah, never mind. It was yeah. the, the original. It's the girlfriend is basically like an asshole to the main character in the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. But they end up getting caught and they had to go back to the. Well, tribe. I kind of thought this was towards the end of the movie at this point. That's what I thought. Like yeah. when they got away, I was like, "Oh man, this is the big showdown. They're you know getting out of here," and then they end up getting shot with uh, these sleep, sleep darts, darts that they yeah. had been using the entire, the entire movie. Yeah. So, yeah, and then shows them and they're back at the camp. Yeah, they're prepping. The main girl, which is from the very beginning, she's like the chosen one. Yeah, Pretty for much. the vagina ceremony. Is it because yeah. okay? I, I don't. I, I feel like we've just think, talked I about periods. You know. Yeah, it is. She's chosen because she was on her period. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Is that what? Okay, that's yeah. what I got yeah. out of it too. Because okay. they like yeah. the main like they checked the, all the three girls. Yeah, and the one that was like oh, this sounds so like the priestess then, of the village basically like does a test, if you will. And With like, yeah, yeah, it's twisted. Yeah, it's yeah. really gruesome. The acting, oh my gosh! The more we talk about this movie, the more I want to talk about the ending because I don't fucking understand it. We're getting okay. there. We're getting yeah, there. We're getting uh, there. Well, maybe this is how we help each other. We break it yeah. down, and we have revelations. So we can better understand the movie. Yeah. I know, but now we're talking about it, it's like fueling my like fire to talk about the ending. Don't be angry. But keep going. We're just all talking. Right. So they're so we got we got for the ceremony. We got yeah. all three main characters that are left. Or in separate spots. We still have the one guy in the cage. We have our main girl getting prepped. She's getting like the white paint put on her. And yeah. And then we have Dave Matthews, who is like tied Dave to Matthews. a pole. Yeah. And they're literally like breaking his bones. Yeah, they're breaking off his bones and they're putting uh, cream stuff on him to get eaten by ants. It's like avocado, I think. Is it avocado? No, I'm just joking. Okay. No, with the okay, so the guy's tied to the pole and they're smearing stuff all over, basically eaten by ants. Yeah, it's basically to attract the ants. And they what'd you guys think of these ants? CGI. Ah, corny. Not as bad when it got closer up. When they were yeah. far away, I was like, "This ants look too big. It looks weird." And then when it closed, like zoomed in, I was like, "Yeah, all right, it's not too bad." It yeah. looked really good. Okay, the CGI looked pretty bad at times in this movie. It's pretty bad because what, I think the special- what times. Uh, the the black leopard that they kept showing. Yeah, it was bad. It was okay. Uh, or cheetah. Like, it was a black yeah, cheetah. Yeah. Um, that, that looked bad at times. The ants looked bad at times. But, like, it's also one of those things that's like, well, how the hell is they going to do the ants? Yeah, yeah. They can't yeah. do practical ants. No. Um, tr- so I understand it, but it is ant trainer. But I think yeah. it's because, like, the special effects look so good in this movie that when you see, like, a bad effect, like the ants or the leopard or cheetah, whatever yeah. it was, that or the 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 cat, 
um, you immediately point it out. You're like, oh, a that's... cheetah leopard cat? <laughs> like, leopard are you calling it like a lion, a lioness, a, a cub, the a cheetah? The, the werewolf and the... Pick one. It's it's one of those, I guess. <laughs> I give up. No, but like when you see that, you can point out how like unrealistic it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, basically, I thought the guy was going to get eaten by ants and be like... I thought it had been like, yeah, yeah just almost like skeleton. Yeah. You know, like... But that's not what happens. Yeah. It was just really painful, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a dick move on the tribe's part. You know, kind of, I understand yeah. like ceremonial things where you got to eat stuff, but yeah. like just you know, feed a person <laughs> ants on. is kind of a dick. Yeah. Come guys. on. While this is going on, we come back to the main girl, and she's getting pampered, and she's still tied up. And one of the tribe's girls we didn't really discuss. It's like she kind of person- becomes. <laughs> I kept thinking it was the uh, the person from Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Uh, the one that's like doing the electric. Volt, I thought the girl like looked exactly like. Was that. it? A, I thought it was a boy. I think it was a girl. Yeah. Oh, the girl that was pampering her. Oh yeah, yeah it kind of did. Like the, yeah, the, the pale, yeah. the pale. Oh, person oh, oh, okay. I think yeah. you meant like the little boy. But that yeah, kept, like no. playing. She kept playing a flute for a little, the little boy that was in the yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about them. Well, I thought that was was it a boy? It was a boy. Okay. Yeah, that was a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was okay. Yeah. Uh, this little boy comes and releases her and lets her go, and it's like the only friend she's made on this entire island, and she takes off, and she goes to get her friend off the pole. And he's like, just kill me. I can't make it. And without, like, hesitation, this little boy throws this powder in his face. Puts him Knocks him out. Yeah. yeah. And, and he just slits his yeah. throat. And it happens quick. Yeah. It's not like... I was kind of actually impressed that scene. Yeah. I was like, shit, no, no bullshit That there. kid yeah. understands how to deal with the situation yeah, like that. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and so she starts running away. And the dude in the cage is like, hey, you gonna help me? She's like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. That's I the best. Yeah. I'm all right, bro. This guy yeah. sucked, man. Like, <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, bro. I got this one. Maybe- <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit there and be like, maybe next time, bud. Yeah. <laughs> so she takes off and he's left to his own. And she's running away and there's this big, like, shootout between. Yeah. Uh, the, the, tribes, natives. the natives and the. Basically, earlier the bulldozing, on. Cr- yeah. The bulldozing people. The militia. Okay. I got to bring this up, though. Okay, so this bulldozing crew, their whole idea, their objective is to stop this bulldozing crew from killing this tribe, right? Well, it's just all, like, tearing down the rainforest and saving the indigenous people. Because I thought it was, like, this specific tribe, but, like, this bull... Because that's why they come back at the end. Yeah. Yeah, so they come in... And the guy's like, yeah, they're just going to come back. Like, we didn't really... He, he makes an announcement about it. He's like, we didn't really do anything. Like, well, no, it turns out that the, the main... They're coming back the in main, two days to, like, do whatever they Well, it turns do. out the main activist isn't really an activist at all. It was, like, a PR stunt. Yeah, it's a yeah. PR stunt for, like, another company that's supposed to take over. So it's more money yeah. for his yeah. company, basically. So here's his bulldozing yeah. company back at the same spot, right? Yeah. Okay, is that what you're getting? Yeah. So I don't really understand how the airplane, like, worked, like, when they took off of the airplane after the first bulldozing thing. How far did they fly off and then end up landing in the same spot? Like, geographically, that makes no sense to me. I don't think they really thought that much about it. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, they flew away from that spot and then somehow ended back into the spot? Like, I don't... No, I don't think they okay, thought that. Okay, like, that was yeah. like, that one kept playing with my head. I was like, is this the same tribe? I think you're looking too to... too far in Yeah, well, no, I have to ask this because, like, is this the same tribe that they were trying to protect in the beginning? I was like, this same, like, no, I think horrible, there's... god-awful cannibal-eating tribe they're trying to protect? There are several indigenous peoples that live in the amazon okay so that's... they're just saving everybody that lives in there okay that's and what, okay. the rainforest as a whole they weren't really thinking about the specific tribe because that's the other side i was thinking i was like is it just like in general basically yeah. these tribes that are trying to protect Man, you're obsessed no yeah. because i gotta bring this, i think you really like this movie end. so anyway wow uh so she kind of runs into the middle of this like showdown yeah 
this um this square dance, if you will. No. No, not at all. No. Okay, so she runs in the middle and she's There's filming. a lot of people dying. <laughs> yeah, not she uh films everything with her camera, gets the the militia to She stop basically shooting. says like I'm the same person from earlier asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm the daughter yeah. of the Why is it though? Like why is that a big deal? Like why would like I feel like if I was gonna like run to safety, the last thing I would try to do is piss off my rescuers. Like They weren't hey. gonna rescue her, they were No, they were they were gonna kill her, but she says like I'm the daughter of the yeah. the UN or NATO or whatever. Don't kill me, I'm the person from earlier assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to you're obligated to save me. Yeah, pretty much. I guess. So exactly. I know. I just. I feel like it's a little like piss poor. I'd be like. I'd be more grateful if you guys got to save me. These guys have been. They ate my fucking friends. She's about to get shot. It was going to. Well, she's about to get shot because she's like. I thought she was about to get shot because she's covered up. They were gonna kill her in the beginning, and she was tied to the tree. They were. They're not good people. That's true. I guess they're all. They're all basically just mercenaries that the the company hired to take care of the the people that live in the forest. Um, then, so she hops on a plane and she gets taken away and back to safety, the only surviving member of the band. And, um, no, <laughs> she goes on her solo <laughs> career. She, yeah. Yeah. And so the next few scenes, we're probably gonna have more discussion about, well, she gets back and she's talking to her dad and this like panel of what happened. Yeah. It's yeah. basically just like an interview. Yeah. And during the interview, she pretty much says that the tribe took care of her. Um, she never felt like she was in danger, et cetera, et cetera. I guess she's fulfilling her original plan. Like what she thought the group was going to do initially. Okay. To save yeah. the people, save the rainforest. Why? Yeah, this is where I started yeah. asking, this didn't what make the sense. fuck is happening here? I was like, her <clears throat> friends just got massacred yeah. by this tribe and she's going to protect them for it. And her original motivation, we talked about this, was to get with that guy. Yeah, it was. So, like, what the hell? Like, her motivation wasn't even to save the tribe in the first place. I don't know why she didn't say it as it was. Like, hey, this guy, this activist was a fucking asshole. It made no fucking sense. Like, I don't understand. Like, guys, like, I I mean, if I would have came back and be like, yeah, burn that fucking village down. So, like, the next time a plane crashes and people like me are on that plane, it doesn't happen to them as well. Yeah. Because they're cannibals. Yeah. Like, why would you... I don't understand why you... Actually, I'm going to break something down. Okay. Let's talk about the next scene real quick. This is Chris's uh, breakdown corner. Breakdown. I'm going to do a little bit of... of, Breakdancing. I'm going to do some square dancing. Okay. There you go. No, let me me jump to the next scene real quick. There's a dream sequence where she's walking around school, and the main activist she left at the camp comes running up to her he's like hey i made it and we all laughed we all <laughs> laughed we laughed man we died he was, was so like was, he was so jolly like hey yeah, it's kind of like hey remember me and <laughs> she just turns around and bites him in the neck yeah she got fangs all of a sudden yeah. she bites him in the neck she's and, got and then she's she got wakes. baraka teeth from mortal Kombat. yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it was like yeah and then she wakes up and she's like oh i had a horrible dream you know etc cetera, etc cetera. now if you think about it she has a dream that she's a cannibal and then she's protecting the cannibals so she is a cannibal. Maybe. Well, basic, I mean, a little basic philosophy. I mean, is she like leaning towards that? She protected the tribe that eats people. I think it, maybe it could she have been. She has a dream that she is a cannibal. I don't know, man. I get su- it, I got super fucking confused. It could have also this. been, I mean, they didn't really like expand upon it, but it could have also been the, the kid that saved her. Looking, That's out, what, see, looking, okay. out, looking out for that kid. Yeah, I feel like she was looking out for that kid, but at that point I was like, 
guys, like, that kid's not going to save anybody. Like, Maybe that's what she did. Cause she was pretty much saying, like, hey, they don't know any better. Yeah, it's just that's what they are. They're, they're just protecting their territory. So basically, yeah. out of every one because they in did, ten people that, well, that no, they did crash in a jungle, this the, kid's going to save. The main actress brings it up. He's like, they think that we're, like, a part of the bulldozing company. Yeah, he's, we're thinking, they're just protecting their village. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But, the, the, you know, in the long end, I'm sorry, in the long end. Uh, in the end of in the, end of, in the scheme of things, they're cannibals and they kill people that are basically uh, weaponless. Like yeah. they didn't walk in there. Like yeah, they might think that's what they are, but like I never like they're not dangerous. No mercy killing for anybody. Yeah, but yeah, do they, like, they, do they, they really kill them and eat them? So I'm like, guys, like let them all die. Like they suck. <laughs> like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna stand on the side of the the human being eating tribe and be like, oh well, they don't understand. They're horrible human beings. But that's, I think that's what makes the movie, you know, with your Matt's cannibal rant. Matt's Hitler corner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, are you serious? It was they ate people. Which I think is what's so disturbing about this movie is that, you know, they eat people and you're like, oh, they're monsters. Then it cuts to so many scenes and them just hanging around like being like normal people. Yeah. And you're like. Oh, these are normal. These are. I totally, yeah, I totally think that like they're justified in the sense, like, not like yeah. they deserve to die. Yeah, but no, like I, yeah. I feel like the, they're just indigenous people. Yeah, they, pretty much. all right. Well, uh, Hato and Chris are cannibals, so I'm gonna head out and uh, no. let you guys eat. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's no, like that's like it, it, it was you guys eat. It's I don't care if they're like lesser like thinking people they're they're bad they they kill people and eat them like yeah. that's the the god's honest truth to it and and they do it very masochistically where like they're wearing tattoos and it's like look at all the scenes we just so somebody has a bad dude that tried to escape get eaten by fucking ants because like no reason they're just like ah he, yeah they thought he was a part of that company going to kill them like all those kids laughed when they like fed that girl uh that food and they're like her girlfriend's tattoo is at the bottom of it. Like they all left. Like these are horrible because horrible they thought people. they thought they're a part of that company killing all the rest of the tribes. If that's really the motivation for like why you would ever act like that, I would never do this stuff to my enemies. Maybe they don't know any better. If there was a new mall being built by my house and they were taking over my house, I wouldn't be like, hey, I'm gonna probably eat them. I'm gonna eat these people that are. Yeah, you go on an adventure like the Goonies. Yeah, and, what? and get and save your town. I just think you guys both agree with this. I'm like, I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree to... with that. I'm just saying that's I'm just justify justifying their. I'm playing, I'm playing yeah. devil's advocate yeah. and just seeing if you come at it from a different corner. Yeah, I mean, they're not used to. I get that's outsiders. all they know. No, I get that though. But at the same time, like you just watch all these like people that you got like imagine. Like, I think yeah, I think this is going back to. Why the girl's defending? Yeah, I don't know. Why I don't understand it either. I don't I, yeah. get it. We're trying to dissect it. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're doing. And I get okay. I understand. It like, I, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't understand why she's defending. All right, so moving on. We're never gonna understand this. We, we get our main oh, credits. It makes no sense. <laughs> what up? We get main credits, and then we get this like oh, phone call. It's a teaser. It's like a your typical like Marvel movie teaser. Yeah, yeah it much. is. <laughs> How do you explain this? Because I don't know what I fully saw. So, main girl gets a call from Nick Fury. Later, no. <laughs> Never mind. Matt, you explain. <laughs> okay, so the main girl gets a call from the main activist sister in the movie, and she's like, hey. The one she left on the island. Yeah, we need to talk. I think I, I saw the satellite picture, and I think I saw my brother. What did you guys see in this picture? 
I just saw a guy standing there. It was a satellite it, picture that kept zooming in and zooming into the jungle, right? It looked like a like a like a Bigfoot, you know, like looking, it did. I thought like, it did too. Like yeah, mid mid stride, like looking to the side. Yeah. You know? I, I like, couldn't tell if it was him on like a spike. At first. That's what I thought. I was like, okay, it's his body on a spike, and that's what she's seeing in the satellite yeah. picture. But the way, like, the way she says, like, we need to talk. Yeah. Like, she knew something was up. That's the way it came off to me. Like, hey. Yeah. I think what? it's a, a dumb teaser for a movie that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. not going to be a sequel to this no, movie. No, like, that's one of those things, like, at the end, it kind of tried to build this whole storyline where she's, like, worried and freaked out that this guy's going to come back out of the jungle. You know, I mean, almost like, a, you guys ever seen Deliverance? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, don't end, give anything away because I've never seen it. All right. What? Well, you're not. You're probably not going. Yeah, to. I mean, I'm going to see it. But like, how uneasy you feel at the end of Deliverance? Yeah. Like everything's over and you feel kind of uneasy still. Yeah. Like I feel like that's what the that uh, Roth was trying to do. The story's not over yet. Yeah, the story's not over, but like it felt. I just so... don't know. It just felt out of place. Yeah. I was did, like, this guy's not sure. very dangerous. I was like, it's not like he's going to come out. No, he's just her. a gigantic asshole that likes to get off on. Yeah, to relieve stress. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait, this guy's gonna come out of the jungle, and then she's gonna be like, actually, there's this one story about him jerking off. Yeah. And then, don't tell take... my sister that. What are you I doing, man? There's my, just... my, my image. <laughs> because she told him that, oh, I know why it was kind of like, hey, we need to talk. It's because he's out there walking around, and she said everybody died on the plane crash. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think that's why she was how's the sister? Hey, how's the sister even involved in this conversation? Like, I don't like know. between like the whole UN interviewing the main, yeah. There were so many random like. For, okay, so basically, what I'm getting is that out of the horrible atrocities that we saw in this entire movie, what happens is summed up in the last like ten minutes makes no sense to me. Yeah, like, it, it just, really doesn't like tell me anything. I'm, I'm sure, and I don't know what message I'm supposed to walk away with at the end of the movie, where it's like, hey, leave the rainforest alone. They're kind of mean, you know. I, like, I think that this is a, a prime example of a movie that was in development hell. You know? Yeah. And the ending is not properly like... I like the ending, but I don't get it yet. I And I liked it yeah. for that reason. I mean, uh, I'm not going to like go too much but, into like trying to uh, find out. Well, regardless yeah, me neither. That, I feel like this is the kind of a movie I walked out and I saw it once. It's like done, one and done. done. Yeah. Okay. I will make one last comment. No, they, no, no. They, they did something really stupid in the, the cast uh, listing at the very end. Oh, end, yeah. The end we got credits. to bring this up. I've never seen this. I okay. I read something or somebody's comment on it during the the end credits. Everybody's Twitter name is right next to their yeah. credit, and I think it was supposed to be a joke on the oh, whole social it? media thing oh. in the movie. Oh, really? Which kind of makes sense. But I, I feel think. like that. See, that's like something like that. Once again, it's like kind of lost. Yeah, Not really. Like, the whole movie. Like about... I didn't. Really, I didn't laugh at it. I was like, no. I looked at it more. I was like, this. That's gross. Like yeah. really. Like they're gonna do this in movies now. Like, yeah. I didn't really look at it as, like, oh, they're, they're making a it joke about been, movies. Commentary. It would have been kind of interesting if it was, like, the Twitter handles of the, the characters in the movie. But it was the Twitter handles of, like, the, the actresses and actors in the movie. But it's cool. It, it makes a parody of something, and at the same time, it's useful. Mm. I'm not going to look into it. I'm not going to look into it. <laughs> I might. All right. I, yeah. All right. Well, that was uh, Green Inferno. Um, we kind of gave our one-sentence summaries at the beginning. But we'll go rack around real quick. Um, I liked it. Green Inferno. More like... Maybe my least favorite Eli Roth movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. But still good. Matt, what's yours? I recommend it. I think it was, uh, there were scenes that were very um, extreme and useful, and they really did get to you. Okay. Um, but it's a one-time watch. Green Inferno, more like save your dollars. I wouldn't recommend this movie. <laughs> save, you could have said, you said, Green Inferno, more like save your green paper. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah.
Uh, Thanks for piggybacking on that. I work on these all the time. <laughs> all right, well, let's go ahead and switch over. We're still in the first part of the podcast, but now we're going to do a double take, and now we're going to talk about Knock Knock. All right, now we're going to discuss Knock Knock, the other Eli Roth movie from 2015. Let's dive right in. Um, we open up with... A familiar credit sequence. And what, what's oh, that? Yeah. What's that familiar credit <laughs> sequence? Uh, just like Green Inferno, where we get like a 10-minute uh, landscape montage of, what, L.A. or something? Yeah, it's supposed to be Hollywood. Yeah. Is yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. I assumed it was. Well, you know what? And I hate when they shoot these movies and... Like these types of towns and every this already bothers me. I'm not jumping ahead, but Keanu and his wife, they're like, what was it? He's an architect and she's an artist. Yeah, yeah, it's like just give people real jobs. I know that was my thing too. I wrote that down as a note. I was like, because uh, I was actually reading an article the other day on Cracked.com. Yeah, and they were talking about uh, jobs in film, and they said that architects is like one of the like jobs that's like so fake in movies because like apparently like. No one's hiring architects. Yeah, right no now. one yeah. like at all. Like it's really hard for architects to find work and or jobs in general. So nobody's actually going to school for it anymore. So it's like every you know how many movies can you say you've seen somebody that's a lawyer or an architect or oh it's always some big shot job. It's yeah. never like I don't know, I'm a server or you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just I'm, not yeah. like, I'm a plumber. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh I I fill out um, data sheets. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean for <laughs> shipping and uh, for import and exporting. Gonna, you know what yeah. I mean. It's never like those kind of jobs. Maybe something I can relate to. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So uh, after this, we have a scene where Keanu is making love with his wife in the bed, and he's like, "You gotta blow me." He's like, "It's Father's Day," and <laughs> oh, yeah, she dude. says, "No, man." Yeah. Yeah. And good, because good she says no, the whole rest of this movie is her fault. It is. Yeah. This whole movie is her fault. <laughs> you know, like, he's like, he said it to me. He's like, they've been waiting three weeks. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, three weeks. I was like, it's Father's Day. I was like, just take him into the bathroom or something. Like, tell the kids to go out in the yard and play for like lock, five minutes. Lock, lock the door to the bedroom. <laughs> not to get grabbed, but I'm sure he's not going to last very long. So you probably have like 30 seconds of alone time. Like, All right, that's guy. knock knock. <laughs> that's knock knock. <laughs> Explained. <laughs> so he's sitting there trying to pull around with his wife on Father's Day, and his kids come running in, kind of cuts everything off. Uh, they bring a cake in for him, and they have this like shitty alarm clock they made for him with pictures of themselves and everything yeah, on it. It's yeah. pretty shitty. It yeah. is the shittiest clock I've ever seen. <laughs> they literally just bought a clock from like Bed Bath and Beyond and and just threw some pictures. Yep. <laughs> but now they're all excited for him. You know, they're giving him some cake and everything, and. He seems pretty playful with his kids. It's yeah. kind of cool to see Keanu in this this role. Yeah, he's always like this tough guy. He's always like this badass. But here it was like this. This is definitely I would I would say that he's this is like a different role for him. It's awesome. Yeah, I like, I like it. it. Yeah, yeah, I like the fact that he did this. The last movie I saw with him was John Wick, where he just plays thinking. like kind of a monotone, you know, former hitman. Oh just yeah, everybody. Okay, yeah. Now, and I'm, since you brought up just now John Wick, okay, as soon as I saw this movie with uh, when the dog came in. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. I thought of John Wick. I was like, man, that dog's gonna get it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler so, alert: the dog doesn't get it though. Yeah, thank God. I no, thought it was gonna happen. I did too. Yeah, me I too. too. So yeah, he's sitting there. He's been this loving father. He's playing with his kids. He does this whole monster thing where he's like monster like cake, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like monster very happy, monster very happy. <laughs> and he does this a lot. He's joking around with his but wife. Monster don't want to fight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
And uh, his wife's like, hey, we're going to do this another time. You know, the kids are already awake, which is understandable. She's like, I'll take care of you later. And so he goes out, and he goes to have breakfast with the kids. And then his buddy Lewis shows up, which um, we don't get too much of an introduction for him. We just know he's that. only in this scene and then the last, like, towards the end. Towards the, the end, end. Yeah. yeah. He's kind yeah. of, I guess he is, like, a curator. Is I, that correct? That's what I was I think getting. so, yeah, because he's going to basically schedule to pick up one of the wife's, like, Statues. sculptures or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but I, you know what, um, I thought it was really cool in this movie that a lot of the cast from, or not a lot of the cast, but some of the cast from Green Inferno yeah. crossed over into mm-hmm. this movie. And you got the character of Lewis. Lewis was the guy who bit it first in Green Inferno. Yeah, you had the, the most wife. disgusting scene of the movie. The wife was the evil, like, girlfriend She's the, of... the, like, the bitch girlfriend of the asshole in Green Inferno. Yeah, and then one of the girls is the main girl. Yeah, she's the main character. One of the uh, main two girls. Which is Eli Roth's wife. Yep. Really? Yeah. They got married? Yeah. Well, she's been in in Green Inferno. Who's that? Earthquake movie? Yeah, she was in Aftershock, and then she was in uh, an episode of Hemlock Grove. Oh, okay. oh, no kidding. So they've worked okay. together quite a okay. few times. No, but I really like that this cast carried over. It reminded me of like a uh, like a Monty Hellman or Roger Corman movie. I thought you were going to say like a Monty Python joint. Like a Monty Python <laughs> joke. But no, like we're like... Go see Knock Knock. It's like a Monty Python movie. <laughs> Where the, like the movies are being shot around the same time and like the cast yeah. kind of... Like they use the same cast and crew. But and... like, I don't know. It's weird because I thought Green Inferno was shot like three years ago and then this was shot... Yeah, recently. I think, yeah, I think it was like, but it's pretty close. I yeah, mean, yeah. Um, but what's kind of cool too is that these actors are completely different. Oh yeah, from what they played in Green Inferno. Yeah, you know, like like and, Lewis is more like kind of outgoing and kind of like a cool guy. Yeah. Whereas like in from he, Oakland. Yeah, from Oakland. Oh, that scene's awesome. That we'll, was we'll the get, best we'll scene get to movie. it. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. But like in Green Inferno, he plays uh, Jonah, who's kind of like this little. He's very timid, timid yeah, very and kind of like awkward and Squeam- yeah. squeamish. And, yeah. and, and actually, I'd like to see this guy in more. I mean, like even though he was oh, in both these solid. movies just yeah. a little bit, yeah. He when he comes up on the screen, I'm like, okay, I'm totally pay attention to this. Yeah, guy. yeah I liked yeah. him in both movies. Yeah, he's well, likable in both you know both movies. And then you got uh, Keanu's wife. Like we said, she's you know the bitch girlfriend in Green Inferno. Whereas like in this movie, she's like the lovable wife. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. really yeah, she's cool in this movie. Yeah. And yeah, every kind of plays uh, against character from the other movie because then the main bad girl that shows up, Genesis. Genesis, yeah. She's like, you know, this like, nice college girl in Green Inferno, and then this, you know, she's, she's completely a psycho. Oh, yeah. she's a whack job. <laughs> yeah, she does a good. I think she does a better job in this. I than think she so does too. in yeah. Green Inferno. Yeah. Well, I think she has more room to play with it. I think being like a college character, it's just kind of yeah, like, you're victim. She's you playing, don't have, yeah, yeah, playing victim gets boring. Yeah, and you don't have much to play off of. Also, yeah. in this movie, you only have like what three characters the entire time, and then Green Inferno, you have like. 20 fucking people yeah and, and yeah you're gonna have to kind of yeah. carry this movie too yeah. if you're one of three people yeah in it. yeah and i guess when you get into a situation like that when someone comes up to you and goes all right your character's batshit crazy you can probably have a lot of fun with it yeah. and just go wild mm-hmm. yeah you know what and now you bring it up i think there's a lot of characters in movies that when they get to play crazy they're always like oh this is like the their best character they've ever played like look at joker yeah. Yeah, you know, like that one, just like yeah, you got to play crazy, so it's like that's his biggest character. Ever, no, I agree, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So we find out that his family is going to the beach on Father's Day. Yeah, they're just gonna leave him. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? They make this big deal about it. They make him cake. They make him an alarm clock, and then they're like, "All right, well, we're going to the beach. Wish you can come. Couldn't go to the beach another day." No, I agree with you though. Like, yeah, I mean, they couldn't go to a beach on a different day. Like, they but, had to go this weekend. But they kind of explain. I guess he has a lot of work to do. Okay. Which I whatever. But she also has like the big exhibit coming up, so why didn't she say 
Yeah, she buying. had that big exhibit yeah. show that yeah. she needed to go to. Yeah, she had tickets to go see from exhibit. advance, you know. Yeah, she was really excited about it. Pit my ride. Pit my ride. <laughs> uh, but if they didn't go to the beach, there'd be no movie. So, yeah. Okay, so we'll take, we'll take it. We'll take it. So, and they kicked this family out pretty quick because right after breakfast, they leave. Yeah. And he's got the house to himself. And we're like 10 minutes into this movie. Is he cranking some, uh... Some kiss? Yeah, some kiss. Yeah, he's yeah. playing some kiss. He's working on his computer. Using a 3D printer. Using 3D you know? printer, which... I thought it was going to come into play somewhere else. That's in this what I movie. thought too, but didn't. No, no. Okay. never came into play. They just got a really nice shot of it, and yeah. then I guess they're trying to show that, like, hey, he makes models. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, so then he's going to go. Uh, he's going to go smoke some weed, and he gets ready to. And then he hears a little knock at the door. Knock, knock. Who's there? That legit happens in this movie. <laughs> yep, that's a real thing. Oh, that's you guys are laughing. Okay, now yeah. I got that now. You guys are losing it, and then I was like, "What are they laughing?" Because at? I was like, "Ah, <laughs> nice." I get, it, I get. It. Good script writing. Um, so then these these two girls are outside his house. Uh, we got Genesis and Belle. Yeah, Genesis is the brunette, and Belle is the blonde. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're sitting, standing out in the rain. They're they pretty much say, "Hey, we're supposed to be at this party. We don't know where we're at." Our phones are dead. Belle left her phone at home. Uh, can you help us? And he's like, well, why don't you come in and use my phone? And Oh, no. They were like, can we come in and use your computer? I'd yeah. be like, use my computer? I was like, get the fuck off my porch. Yeah. That'd be my first response. If anybody came in to ask if they could use my computer, I'd be like, get out of no, here. No, that's actually a little... That's my first sketch. Like, like That's not sketchy at all. She says, She says, all my contacts are on my phone. I don't even know my own phone number. That's what she says. How do you not know that? I, sometimes I get mine yeah. wrong. What? No, but, but, okay. But she goes, but yeah, but she, you know, in this day of age, we don't have people's numbers memorized. No, I understand Anto, that. Anto, I have no idea what your number is. Can you tell me mine? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we'll just censor it because I don't, you know, I don't want to tell people what your number <laughs> oh, okay. is. Okay. Nice. Say it. Not that too, but you do, you, I mean, you do know your own number though. Yeah, but that doesn't help with anything. So she goes online to see... If she can get the address from her friend. That's a legit story. That's how this day and age is. And I wouldn't yell at somebody for, like, you get the fuck out. No, <laughs> I, no I would no, my, Get off my lawn. Get off. <laughs> no, my first thing would be like, okay, they want to use my computer. I'm like, everything that happens from this point on is going to be on the front porch, and that's it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was like, you guys that are sketchy. not. No, I would, dude. I'd be like, you're not coming. Here's a home. couple of umbrellas. You stay outside. I'll bring the computer to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you tell me what to type. I'll tell you what. You can use my computer. I got this disc. It's 100 free hours of AOL online. <laughs> so we load this puppy up and we're good to go. <laughs> a good three and a half floppy disc. <laughs> this is, okay, but this is the only note I'll harp on this, though, this whole scene. Because I thought, like, every... Because um, at this point, they come inside... And they're sitting around the living room. He gave them towels, robes to wear. Their clothes are drying in the dryer. He made them tea. And they're talking to him. And they keep trying to advance on him. They keep trying to yeah, grab he, his arms. He, sit next I think to he him. switches seats like probably a good hundred times. I know. And it's like, but well, every yeah, situation well, he's yeah. faced with, he handles it. Like, yeah, he handles it like, pretty how you legit. Really, yeah, legit how you would handle an awkward situation yeah. like that. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Um, what makes me feel kind of bad for him for like, the entire movie? Because he's really being a nice guy. He does... His damnedest to not, you know, yeah. fool yeah. around. But. Yeah, yeah, he, and that actually that comes into play towards the end of the movie. Yeah, when he gives a nice little rant about it. Yeah, but what happens is these girls walk into the house. Like you're saying, he's he's uber nice. He he's like, here, use my iPad. Here's some towels. Um, I'll he put makes your them, phone. I'll put your phone in. Some I'll put rice. your phone in some rice. 
and it'll get all the water out of the battery. And what does the girl call him? A Mythbuster. A Mythbuster. <laughs> and so he's like being like uber nice to him. The girls are just hanging out. Ooh, nice. What? He calls an Uber later on. He does call an Uber. <laughs> Did not mean to do that. So, and he calls an Uber for him. Well, they end up finding out where the house is. And they have, like, the story pretty legit. They're like, yeah. oh, we had the address wrong. It's not this street. It's that street. They sound so similar, et cetera, et cetera. And then this is when things start to get comfortable because the Uber won't be there for 45 minutes. And he sits down with them, and they just kind of make conversation. These girls claim to be flight attendants. Yeah, that's correct. Which, yeah. I the thing is, is I think their story is so well that I kind of, I don't know whether to believe them or not. Like, it doesn't sound like they're making up, like, a real quick shit story on the spot. Yeah. You know they've put a lot of thought into this. Mm -hmm. So they sit there, and um, they start getting sexy with them. They're, they ease into it. Yeah. And they start kind of touching them and everything. Yeah. And That's, keep switching seats to so get away. Yeah, these girls keep talking about sex. And every time they bring up sex, they start to kind of touch them. And you think, like, here it is. It's going to happen. And yeah. he just gets up and moves to another seat. Yeah. And you can tell he's, like, legit uncomfortable. I mean, I was uncomfortable watching it. Yeah, like, it was kind of, yeah. Because, yeah, it, it's just, I mean, he seems like such a nice guy. Like, there's no real problem with him. I guess I would, I would understand it more if he was kind of a dick. But, like, he's not at all. He's, like, a pretty cool, legit guy. Yeah, and, yeah. So they're continuing to sit down there. Uh, the blonde Belle, she pulls out some, uh, what's that gum called? Is bubble it? tape. Bubble yeah, tape. bubble tape. Starts eating bubble tape, which should be a hint that later on in the movie... She's a kid, or maybe she's hinting that she's of younger age. I guess. I've never seen anybody use bubble tape. No. At least not since the 90s. Yeah. No. <laughs> so they start flirting. Uh, Genesis goes to use the restroom. And while she's using the restroom, Keanu uh, puts on some records. And he's like, yeah, you know, because he, he used to be a DJ. Yeah. And when he puts this record on, he picks, like, the sexiest song to play. Yeah, what the hell? Like, Put on some, like, war or something, man. Like, don't get these girls... <laughs> or, or some uh, Slayer writing blood or something. Yeah, something. Don't <laughs> yeah. get these girls in the mood. So while Genesis is gone, uh, Keanu starts, like, dancing with uh, with Belle. Yeah. And she's, like, grinding on him. And... But he, like, he plays that one song and then he puts on another record where he basically seamlessly transitions into, like, it, another song or whatever. It's him showing off. It's yeah. him uh, being clever. Yeah. Uh, the girls talk more about sex. They bring up Starfish, which is a girl... That I guess they're in a threesome with. Oh, was is it? that? We no. talk about this girl who just kind of laid there like a starfish yeah. and didn't do anything. Oh, I guess yeah. That's. I don't, there's a lot. There's a lot of conversation in this like ten to fifteen minute gap, and it's nothing that really moves the story forward. But it's, it's just more like kind of like they're hitting at. Hey, we want to. I'm gonna have, bring up sex yeah. again. Yeah. And so while the brunette's in the bathroom, <clears throat> he's dancing with the blonde bell, and we see that the Uber is almost gonna show up. It's like five minutes, and he's like. You know, you, you're thinking he's going to get out of the clearness, but you know he's not because we're 20 yeah. minutes into the movie. So at this point, the Uber does show up, and Genesis, or uh, Bell says, hey, I'm going to get Genesis. Yeah. Candy goes outside, he sees the Uber, he's like, come on, girls, let's go. And he goes to get the girls, and he can't find them. Where are they? They are naked. They the are bathroom. naked. And then... This is where he loses it. He, he does. He gets upset. There's a couple times, I, I say a couple, more than a handful of times... Where Keanu gets really upset. His Miguel Ferrer meter's going off. It, Keanu Reeves meter. <laughs> yeah. And he tells the girls, like, no, you need to get out, blah, blah, And then they start to go down on him, and he's like, all right. Here we go. <laughs> he totally gives in to it. Yeah. There's no fight whatsoever. And then we get this nice he's little... He's been waiting three weeks. Yeah, it's <laughs> true, yeah. It's damn white's fault. It's God damn white's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess, like, he wasn't... 
taking on their advancement or their advances for like yeah. this past like 15 20 minutes and i understood why and it was eerie and creepy right yeah but like i didn't really buy him falling into that trap of like two girls where all of a sudden he was like okay i'll just give up because he wasn't like it, I, I didn't see, I didn't see it working very well with the last fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, I did. You know? I saw that he was kind of breaking. He was interested. He's kind of like looking I feel at like the he girls. felt more. I thought it was more awkward. Like he was just trying to get the like. That's what I thought the too. Situation. Like he like was anxious for the the Uber to show up and yeah. for them to get the hell out of there. Well, I think the two girls being naked in his bathroom was like the last straw. I think and he yeah. was kind of like yeah okay yeah, but, but I, like it just I felt like it didn't build up to that. Like where it was like like I don't know why he's sexy enough. I you know what I mean? I guess. Matt, can, having, you, uh, can, you pull me, can you pull me in the sexy corner? No, no, I meant like the <laughs> last like... sexy corner. I meant like the last like <laughs> 20 minutes of like before the sequence. It wasn't like sexy enough. I wasn't really feeling like, you know, I wasn't feeling like all oh, these girls are really attractive. I was just kind of like, these girls are really creepy. Like, get them out of your house as fast as fucking possible. I, mean, they were... I didn't think this was creepy at, to this point. I, I just thought it was, it was. I mean, I could you could tell something was off and in like... Keanu's character could tell something. How they keep like, I don't know, keep pushing towards him. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So he knew like it was gonna happen. So the idea of him going in the bathroom, like, all right, I'm coming in. But even like, I don't know, when he, I'd be like, I'm call- all right. If you guys don't come out, I'm, you know. Yeah, he should have just like called the cost from the the get go. I guess. You like, know what I would have done is while the girls are in the bathroom, I would put their clothes out by the door and be like, all right, the Uber's here, and I would have got the driver and yeah. invited him in and be like, hey, Josh, like, have a cup of tea with me. And then just sit with him, wait for the girls to come out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was stu- I would I never... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to imagine, like, what would happen in that situation. I don't... That's another movie. That's another movie. <laughs> I would never go into a bathroom like that, though, if there was, like... I mean, if there was two strangers that yeah. walked in my house. I would never do that situation where I'd be like, I all right, I'm he... coming in since you guys aren't answering the but door. But he was, like, I mean, you know, looking down, trying not to... That's make... when you just crack the door and throw the clothes in and <laughs> shut it, like... <laughs> Well, By I looking it, down, you're like... <laughs> well, I think at this point, he was ready to break, and he's like, I need to get them the fuck out of here. Like, this past 45 minutes has been so hard to get through it now. Yeah. yeah. I just want him out of here, and that's why he walked in. Okay. Yeah. But, so we get this nice sex scene. Um, I did realize at this point, the music's so good for this movie. I re- all the way through, I think it's one of the better soundtracks I've heard. I say, even the song that they were playing like during the, the sexy dance. Like even that song Yeah, even cool. that, yeah. I think whoever produced the music for this movie, I think did a really yeah. good job. Even the score itself. So at this point, the movie takes like this huge dark twist. I actually feel like I did something wrong. Like I felt really guilty. Like I, what? I don't know. I just did <laughs> because Keanu seems like a good person, and as soon as it happened, I was like, "Fuck!" And I felt, yeah. I felt like I did something wrong. Uh, the movie continues. He wakes up in the morning. Uh, girls aren't in the bed. Uh, they're making breakfast. Oh man, oh, yeah. I mean, like so fucking. They are I mean, complete yeah. one eighty what they were the night yeah, before. Yeah, it's an immediate nightmare. Yeah, it is. It, Basically, the kitchen is trashed, and they're just making all this food and just throwing food around the kitchen and yeah. just being fucking assholes, basically. Oh, yeah, and they, they're acting like kids. They're yeah. acting yeah, like yeah. 14, 15 yeah. year olds. Yeah. Um, so then he gets a call from his wife, and he runs outside to take it so he can't be around them, and he's talking to her. <laughs> and in the background... so much inappropriate stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the background, uh, Belle and Genesis are like, rubbing their boobs up against the window <laughs> and their butts and everything, acting like they're going down each other. And, like, like within this five-minute span, like you said, it's so annoying. You're just kind of like, fuck, this is going to be so bad, and I yeah. know it's going to end. Yeah. Basically, Keanu's, like, big excuse is that uh, he forgot how strong Vanessa's weed was, so he just woke up, you know, but yeah. you know what happened. No, of course. <laughs> and he, so he goes back in after he gets off the phone, and he literally, like, rips him off the couch, and he says, you need to go home right now. 
and they're still being you know ridiculous. They run off and like, all right, we'll get changed. They, this is kind of oh, funny. is this where they play like the hide and seek or kind of Bella, yeah, Bell does or something. She, um, Keanu Reeves goes and finds Genesis, and she had changed. He's like, "Where's Bella?" He's at? Like, I don't know. She's like, like, "She's not my friend." <laughs> and, <laughs> oh and he's god! Kind of like, Fuck! Being so angry. Oh, it's annoying. And then they find Belle, and she's dressed up in his clothes, and she's clinging to him. Yeah. And, and could, was it at this point that they announced her that they're like fifteen? No, it's, it's um. I think after he drops them off. No, it's like right. It's actually no, it's like right up, here like, before yeah. he drops. Oh, is off, it? Doesn't it? Cause yeah, because he tells him he's like, "You have three minutes, and I'm gonna wait outside." And he's waiting outside, and. He he's comes back in. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm going to call the cops. And then it's like, okay, you're going to call the cops. No, 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 no. Not at this point because he goes outside and he's waiting for him. And he comes back in and like painting his wife's statue. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're drawing it's... basically a lot of dicks on the sculpture. Yeah, and they completely destroy the sculpture oh. that his wife spent all his time on. And then this is when he's like, I'm going to call the cops. And, and the wife. when they kind of say. Or, yeah, the girls are like, well. You know, we're underage, you know, it's statutory rape, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and they like they said that they're fifteen. I was like, Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. did you guys believe that no, they were under the age no, of no. twenty five at least? Yeah. I, I was mean, like, There's no way I see like they're definitely in their twenties, like low twenties. Yeah. I was like, There's no way they're and like I mean you can get that from just like hints off the way they talk, mm-hmm. the way they act. Like yeah. there's no way they're like fifteen. I wouldn't have bought that for a second. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, shut up, get out maybe, of here. Maybe maybe <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. Uh, just get out. Just get out. Just get out. And then, like, okay, so at this point, they like they they settle with like, okay, uh, drive us home, right? Yeah. Well, no, no, you're, you're skipping a scene. Is it? Yeah, because you're skipping the scene when his next door neighbor comes to the door. And oh, this is Vanessa. Yeah, or Vivian, or something. Or Vivian, yeah. And this, this, is, no, this is not his, his neighbor. This is um his um like massage therapist. Yeah, massage therapist. That's what it was. Wound. Yeah. So she's like talking to him and everything, and then Genesis comes up behind him, and she's oh. like. And she's like, you know, kind of like flirting with him and everything. And the way Keanu looks over, he's like, "Get inside." It's <laughs> like the best line of the whole movie. Yeah, I think that was a good Keanu impression. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> so the neighbor freaks out, and she kind of, you know, yells at him and everything. And it's not the neighbor. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Okay. It's the. It's actually the maid from Clue. It's so random. You just is it really? No, I just knew that. Did you really? Yeah. It's also uh, one of the cops from Die Hard with Vengeance. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, okay. Okay. So you know he's like, all right, this is done. And uh, Genesis goes, "Can I have a ride home?" Yeah. So he takes both the girls home. It's. I was actually I had like written down at this point like during the car I was like, oh man, what an awkward drive. And she says it too. Like, wow, what an awkward drive. Okay, but my immediate thinking with this was like, okay, if these girls are like, okay. Keanu's on the impression that these girls are 15, right? Yeah. I would have drove their asses out to the desert. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fuck Put you guys. Head I'm leaving you. I'm not going to kill them, but I'm going to leave them in the fucking desert and <laughs> then turn my car around. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, I just, uh, I just did statutory rape. Now I'm going to dump some girls in the desert. <laughs> well, no, I was like, because it sounds like, like these girls are going to come back on him, right? Like it's he doesn't they, know that no, he thinks they're just no. kids. No, but he 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 got the impression that they're gonna like no as an audience we knew. So that. I don't I'm, think he I'd be like that. I'm driving you out to the desert. Like, yeah, I don't think he knew anything. I think he he had to have known that they were fucking with him. Yeah, I think he just thought they were kids. I really think that's all it was. And he was like, all right, what's done was done. Because he goes back home and he cleans up and then he goes back to work like nothing ever happened. That's yeah how yeah I don't understand. So he's back there working on his architect stuff and he hears some glass break. And he goes and checks it out. It's like a picture frame on the ground, basically. Yeah, picks it up, and he gets hit in the head by Genesis with yeah. a fire extinguisher. 
And he wakes up and he's tied to the bed. And this is when the movie even takes another step in the darkness. And yeah. Yeah, we see Genesis looking in the mirror, and she's putting up all this makeup. She's looking like, uh, like Black Swan. Like ba- yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I got. <laughs> or Daryl Hammond from Blade Runner. Oh, I think it's oh. her, I think say uh, Daryl Hammond. Daryl <laughs> Hammond. <laughs> from Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> um, so he's tied up to the bed, and Belle comes in dressed in his oh, daughter's God clothes. Damn it! And she, you could tell. I don't know. See, I don't know when they're acting when they're not. She claims to have some daddy issues that you yeah. know. She probably does. She yeah. probably does, but like these characters are so manipulated, you don't know what's yeah, true and what's true. not. Okay, let's then let's do this. At this point, there's a little bit of backstory that comes out of them, but not. It's very subtle backstory. It's kind of like, uh, yeah, subtle, yeah. Because she's writing on the mirror. Um, oh, it this was is not. It was not a dream. Yeah, it was not, a, it dream, was not yeah. a dream. And she wears a shirt later on. It says it was not a dream. Oh, does she? Oh, really? Yeah. Catch it. Oh, she is it like uh, printed or something? Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's what it says on the oh, shirt. Okay. But we know, and then we with the other girl, Belle, we hear daddy issues. So, what do you think, like, what do your guys' think is, like, their story? What's their, what's their deal? I, they're just going around punishing people. I think that's all it is. They're punishing. I, I think they had some family issues in the past. And well, yeah, because to... I think Genesis mentions that, like, she hadn't been back home in four years or something. Yeah. At yeah. Some point. So, something with that. And then, obviously, Belle has some serious some daddy issues. Serious. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, like when he goes to drop him off, he drops him off, and they just sit at a playground. But yeah, I mean, they could just yeah, they don't even like live anywhere. Yeah, when you said that, I imagined James Franco from Pineapple Express when he's just sitting there eating the ice cream on the swing <laughs> and he's crying the entire time. <laughs> so yeah, it could I don't know they could have just given him like some random address or something and just like yeah, they pretty. No, much I just yeah, I just wonder what their story is. You know, what I do mean, you think? What are your thoughts? Um. The daddy issues one's like an obvious, yeah. you know, but I feel like the one, I feel like, um, like with Genesis, Genesis, I feel like she got cheated on. That's yeah, possible. I feel like either that or maybe By like, like a, their parents, like a family got, man or something like, yeah, or something like that. Like, a, like, like a Nicolas Cage, like a Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. Family man. Um, no, but maybe if like their parents got broken up like through cheating or something. Yeah, it could be. You never know. Oh, and that's another thing too. Did she kill her mom? It kind of came off that way that Belle killed her mom. Okay, she where kinda, did you hear that? Because when they're they're sitting on the bed, he says something like, "That's why I had to do that to mommy" or something like that. It sounded like she, she says killed, that. Yeah, it sounded like oh. she killed her mom. I don't know. I don't know if you guys heard that. Yeah, it sounded I don't like know. That. Yeah, a lot of fucked up shit comes out right here. Yeah, well, I was wondering what these like these girls' agendas is though, because like you know. Like, I'm going to cut to the end of the movie. Don't we got, cut to the end of the movie. We got to talk. Okay, but we're not. Anybody who's listening to this right now, if you haven't seen the movie, why are you listening to a podcast <laughs> for a movie you haven't seen? Maybe they enjoy it. Why would you want to hear our synopsis of a Go read the Wikipedia our, article. Our broken ass synopsis of, yeah, movie. Broken <laughs> synopsis of a movie you haven't seen. But, like, what's their agenda at this point? Like, are they murderous? Or no, I think. They, is like, it just a game? But I mean, they just like to fucking tear families apart, basically. Yeah, because like if I mean if like you because said, if you maybe killed her mom, like what? It could just be mind mind fucking him, man. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm trying to figure out their agendas, their motivations. Yeah, the entire I think movie. they just like go from house to house. They find a a family man and just like totally tear the family apart. Yeah, that's like their whole records. Yeah, well, if he cheats with them or yeah, if that but, husband. You yeah. know, spoiler alert. Nobody ever says no, basically. Yeah. Everyone always gives in. Well, do they give a hint that they've, they've killed other people, right? No. No. Oh, they never killed anybody? That's no. why they're like, what do you think? We're monsters, you know? And they kind of let him go. And... Oh, my God. But that's what I understand, though. Like, that one guy dies. Yeah, uh, that, that's why I wrote in my notes. I'd be, 
like one person dies and they laugh about it's, it. It's it's Lewis. Yeah, but I'm like, and and like he wasn't a cheating family man. Like he was just there, like picking up some yeah. artwork. Yeah, so that's why I'm like kind of lost. I'm like, okay, like I don't understand. How they get. I just think they don't him. care. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, just they're like, out yeah. for the ride. They're totally carefree. Yeah, and just they're just a couple fourteen year olds just living it up. Keanu gets like manipulated into screwing Bell. On camera. He's tied up to the bed, though. He's tied up to the no, bed. she basically rapes him. Yeah, she rapes him. Basically, yeah. And then, while this is going on, Genesis goes to get some food. Keanu breaks out, smacks Belle to the ground, and he goes to attack Genesis in the other room. She stabs a fork in his oh, chest. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, there's so many parts this. in this movie where you just sit there and I was like, why doesn't he just, like, knock him out? That's what like, I said. Like, one hit and they'd be on the floor. Like, why is he, like threatening to hurt him all the time like i wouldn't do this but if this is a situation i was in i would knock them out yeah like all it is it's like two punches and like the situation's over but there's so many moments where he's just like like stop guys what are you doing i think he's just holding back because don't rape me like (laughs) well i think in this situation he (laughs) we find out he had shoulder surgery yeah. And she shoves the fork in his shoulder. Yeah. And man, she just goes deep. And you, I don't know if I could do anything if there was a fork yeah. tearing around my I mean, head. I Yeah, but he, no, but he put his hands around her neck in the beginning. Like, he could have just, like, ran down the hallway and just, like, mashed she her. She just, dude. like, uh, football tackled her, like, uh, the kid yeah. in the visit. She would have <laughs> been out, man. She oh, would just get jacked up. <laughs> she would have buckled, like, a folding chair. <laughs> she would have gone right through the wall. Yeah, she got right through the wall. Like,. <laughs> End of movie. End of movie. <laughs> End of Genesis. And the other girl would have came in. She's like, "Fuck this! I'm out of here." Like, this is a fucked up shit. I'm I mean, we're talking from the guy who took off like somebody's head on top of a speeding train. Oh yeah. Oh, because speed's a prequel to this. Yeah, speed's a prequel. <laughs> and, then, and then later became a hitman and shot so many people in the head. <laughs> so many people. But it's just I don't. Know, there's so many situations in this movie that I felt were like were very believable when he yeah. was tied up. But we're very unbelievable, and it's just like him standing there next to him. Just, just do like, something, dude. Mac <laughs> yeah, him. no, I agree. Candy wakes up from being unconscious, and they're playing. He's like gagged, and he's tied up, and they're playing like this oh. game show with him. Yeah, and they ask him these questions that are written on plates, or like the categories are. Yeah, and if he gets them wrong, they have these headphones on him. And they jack up like this really annoying noise, and you can tell it's getting. Which to I him. thought was like some pretty good acting, like good reactions from Keanu. From Keanu, yeah, or yeah, Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> no, yeah. When he's reacting to these like loud headphones, you feel it. You know yeah. that yeah. it's it's yeah. hurting him. So they they play this game, and they're asking all these questions. One of the questions is like, "It's um, uh, how far will will you have to be to pick up your kids from school?" Yeah, and they give them options like what one mile, two miles, one hundred yeah. yards, blah blah. And they're all pretty much like trick questions, and they're just, you know, fucking with them at this point. And then and, Lewis shows up. And then Lewis shows up. Yeah. And Lewis is at the door, and Genesis claims to be the niece. And then, uh, they're shooting a music video or something. They're shooting a music video or whatever. So Lewis comes in to go get the statue, and he sees it's all screwed up. He sees all the dicks on there. He sees all the dicks on there. And he's such a nice guy up to this point. And then the girls are still trying to play a character. And he just looks over, and he just goes off. He's like, I'm from Oakland. And he goes on this whole... I'm from Oakland, bitch. And I know two hoes when I see them. <laughs> and he goes off on this whole thing, and he puts his fucking foot down. Oh, yeah. it's pretty badass. Yeah, and he hears Keanu in the background, so he goes to save him. But before he, he... Yeah, before he... As he's, like, walking away, uh, Genesis pickpockets his, uh, his inhaler out of his pocket. Yeah. Okay, I got. I have a note about this, because I have but asthma. How, yeah, how? Okay, this drives me nuts in movies. Uh... When people have asthma, 
like I've had asthma for like twenty something years now. Yeah. And when you hit your inhaler, you hit it, you hit it, and then you breathe in and you hold your breath for ten seconds. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Every time they show somebody hitting their inhaler in a movie, just, they just hit it and like. <sighs> yeah. And it's like good to go. All all Sean Astin from, yeah. Go- from Goonies. Yeah. yeah. All but, movie long, he's doing that. But yeah, they yeah. do that all the time, and I don't think you would ever have an asthma attack from. Like panic anxi- from yeah, panic. Exactly, yeah. If you just you, hit your no, I say you're no, not a doctor. You, I think that is a thing. You I, I, I can say this from experience. If you just hit your inhaler, you're not going to have an asthma attack 30 seconds later. Yeah, you don't know that. Some people no, have because your lungs expand. The medicine is it expands your lungs. Like they're not going to contract that fast in 30 seconds mm-hmm. from him chasing two girls. It might be statue. different with an anxiety type thing though. When it builds up like that, you need to calm down. Yeah. I don't know. But here's another We're situation where he could have totally just like macked both those girls. Yeah. Well, what he does is he goes to. Dude, he could grab both of them yeah. and been like, "Well, what he does is he goes, <laughs> double choke slam like Undertaker, <laughs> like double head knock." <laughs> you know, like, and I only say this okay, not because I, I like, I'm like, I'm, I'm saying I am agreeing and inflicting violence on women, but if this movie starred in- Ronda Rousey and like two shrimp guys like like came in and like destroyed her life, like you'd be like, okay, Ronda Rousey beat the shit out of these two shrimpy guys. Like, yeah, yeah. No, well, what he does, which I don't understand, is he goes to get Keanu Reeves. After he loses his inhaler, and he kind of like partially unties them, and he's like, "I'm gonna go with those girls." He's like, "No, they're dangerous." He's like, "I'll be back." It's like, "No, untie Keanu Reeves, yeah, and you yeah. both can go get the girls." That'd be, yeah. So then he yeah. goes over, and he has this attack. He sees that they're destroying the statue, it, or is that, is that is that right? Yeah, they're yeah. basically hitting it with hammers. Yeah, and he like freaks out. He has a panic attack, and then he slips on some debris. Well, the girls play monkey, or oh, monkey, monkey in the middle. middle. Yeah. yeah, just tackle one of the girls. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. it's like just knock one of them out. Oh my god, both of them so out. annoying. And yeah, get your inhaler. Yeah, one step at a time. Mm-hmm. And then save Keanu. Yeah, save Keanu. That's yeah. a good movie title. Yeah. Save Keanu. So you're thinking he's gonna die of a panic attack or his inhaler. But he slips and he hits his head on the edge of the statue. Oh man, it's a nasty. I hate head wounds, yeah. and this was yeah. a good one. We find out that you know Lewis is gone and he, he's died, and I don't know why I said it. <laughs> his spirit has left his body. His spirit is, um, and he is passed. I will explain death to you. Um, <laughs> so Keanu Reeves slides in on his chair and he's like in uber shock and he's like freaking out. He's like, there please he call the Uber police. again. I didn't mean to. <laughs> and he's like, please call the police. He's like, he's dying. This is another pretty good acting scene from Keanu. Yeah. Um, and then the girls decided. Is he tied to... up at this point? Yeah, he's tied I up. I think he's yeah. like, always tied up, basically. But didn't he, like, is he, he's like a little tied up at this? Yeah, I think so. A little okay. tied up. A little tied up. Not all tied up. <laughs> yeah. Like, he could have got out. <laughs> he not was fully tied up, just a little tied just up. Not little... other. So they did. mostly dead. <laughs> they paper mache Lewis, which yeah, I don't do. understand why they did that. I don't get it. That would take him forever. Yeah. That would. And then the girl says, it's just like art class, kind of like insinuating their they're they're, kids. They're, yeah. Well, yeah, okay, so they, they're paper macheing him, uh, Lewis's dead body, and Keanu's sitting next to this shelf in there, and, the, and he's sitting in a chair next to this shelf, kind and he keeps trying to knock yeah. over this vase. And we don't know, we don't what's, know in the vase. what's in the vase, but he keeps trying to knock it over. We come to find out later on it's a gun, which I don't know what the hell he was going to do with the with gun it if his hands tied are tied to his yeah, back. Exactly. Like, I don't understand, he's going like, to shoot the ropes off. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to shoot the ropes off. Because I thought he was going to break it and, like, oh, he's going to try to cut the ropes. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. But I think oh, it yeah. still seemed weird, but, like, yeah. I don't know what he would have done with a gun. I don't know. Well, after they uh, paper mache Lewis, they sit there in a text between Lewis and Keanu, like, Lewis was cheating on his wife. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like, or he was cheating like with a, Keanu's wife. Like a cover story. Yeah, and he's like, you better disappear. If I ever find you again, I'll fuck you up, et cetera, et cetera. 
and they put Lewis in the car, and then that's it, right? They don't do anything with the car. Oh, no. Do they not? Yeah, I don't I, think so. I thought they just put him in there. For some reason, I thought they were digging up the the ground to bury him or something. Now that was just, yeah, for the, it's for the end. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I, you know, I'm kind of lost on the motivation with this stuff again. Like, okay, so it's, be... it seems like they're going to set him up, right? Yeah. But every situation they set him up in, it's like, you guys just destroyed his house. Like, okay, like, I doubt, like, Keanu paper mache this guy's body and threw him in the back yeah. of the car. If you ever like, touch my wife again, I'm going to paper mache you. <laughs> like, no. When the cops show up, when the cops show up to find the body and Keanu Reeves is, like, tied, like, un- buried underground up to his head, it's like, yeah, obviously he didn't kill him. Like, <laughs> it's going to look like... And he buried himself. Yeah. You get the detective who shows up and he's like, here's what looks like it happened. He cheated with his wife... And then he paper macheed him, put him in his car, killed him, and then buried himself to his neck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it, sir. I think that's it. <laughs> just a regular case, man. Just, it happens all the time. Just another Tuesday. <laughs> just another Tuesday case. So they go back to the game, and they pretty much tell him that, you know, death is going to happen yeah. at sunrise. And Candy goes on this whole rant about, this I'm is, a good guy. This is solid. This is a solid, yeah. solid scene. And But in the middle of it, he goes, free pizza! You were free pizza. Yeah. You walked into the porch. Free pizza. <laughs> I don't know when Keanu turned into Nicolas Cage, yeah. but that's what happened. I love that. Though. I thought it was great. Free pizza. Yeah. At first, I didn't understand it. I, yeah, like, I didn't get it at first. I was like, wait, did he say free pizza? <laughs> I don't remember pizza being in this movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, they tell him they got, he has until sunrise and they're, they're basically going to kill him. Yeah. We got to morning and the girls are digging his grave. Uh, they're putting it together. He finds his iPad and tries to FaceTime his wife, but it doesn't happen. Oh, this is one of many frustrating sequences in this movie where it's like, oh, he's going to get out. and then That's yeah, what I like about this movie. Yeah. There's so many like, oh, it's over. But yeah. it's not like annoying. It's just like, fuck, like you're back in that yeah, situation. Another, yeah. They're really yeah. quick, though. Like, yeah. they happen and they're like, done. You're like, yeah. yeah. And this is when they do their best Keanu impression. And yeah, and they're saying, like, monster. You're a monster. You're a monster. I'm a uh, monster likey. Uh, monster likey? Monster, monster want cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, so they've been watching him. This they've gives been spying on him. They've been spying yeah. on him. But, but do they, have, like, how... How do they spy on him? How do they know yeah. what he's doing in his house? They have, like, glasses up to the wall or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just listening to the conversations? Yeah, it was very <laughs> intricate that they didn't, like, kind of explain how they yeah, did Yeah, they don't it, have, like, like, recording devices or something? Or, yeah. I don't know. Well, they continued, um, after they did the grave, they, you know, they, they find out that, you know, they've been spying. They go destroy, like, all his wife's statues. And he oh, looks so man. defeated right here. He's just, like, staring off, like, this is it. I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, they destroyed the inside of his house as well. Everything is just trashed. They put a bowl. <laughs> they put a bowl on Keanu's head to cut his hair, but they only cut his bangs at first. <laughs> I, they were get, I was hoping that they were getting uh, a Tum Tum haircut. Tum- <laughs> <laughs> I figured out the Tum Tum joke. You got, you, got, you got to use the Tum Tum joke. I had a Tum Tum joke for Green Inferno, but I didn't get to use it. It's okay. This one was better. But yeah, thankfully, it's, it's good. We watched Knock Knock. Yeah, but instead they give him a he man a he man haircut. A he man haircut. A he man haircut. Candy finally knocks down the statue or the the vase that has the gun. Oh man, I see oh. they're going. Uh, they knock down the vase that has the gun in it, and the girl picks it up. Genesis does. She's like game changer. Like, yeah, did she say game changer? No. I'm okay. Just saying like okay. The no, tables, you know, are the tables are game changed. The tables have turned. The table, the games have turned. <laughs> I am still the captain now. I'm still. <laughs> so they sit there, and Genesis tells Bell untie him, and she's pointing the gun at him, and basically says, "Hey, we're gonna play hide and go seek. Uh, if you can hide from us until um, sunrise, sunrise yeah. 
then we'll let you go. But you can't leave this house. So This was pretty dumb. Yeah. Because his first instinct is to actually go hide. Yeah. Like, not to leave the fucking house through a window or the front door. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I better I better hide. Yeah. Like, I, this is like, this is one of those situations. There's a lot of situations in this movie that aggravated me. Yeah. Because I feel like they were easily escapable, but they weren't, like... Oh, so what? So as soon as she said, you know, go hide, you have 30 seconds, they see you run to the door and, like, they just No, I would go you. run to a bedroom and get out to the window. I wouldn't be like, I'm going to go actually hide. Right, like, I'm not going to play the game and be like, no, I'm getting out of the fucking house. Like, here's my here's my get-out-of-jail-free card. I was kind of hoping that he was going to reenact Home Alone and set up some traps or something. That would have <laughs> been amazing. <laughs> but, it but, doesn't happen. No. He um, he eventually does run out of the house. Gets caught and, immediately because yeah, he's a klutz. Because he trips. And it's a pretty good trip. It's not like a stupid, cliche horror movie trip. It's like, a, he takes a good tumble. The girls come out, and they uh, they take him back in. Sun comes up and it cuts to the girls rolling Keanu all tied up into his grave. Yeah, that hole they dug earlier. Yeah, and they get him inside the grave, but only his head's poking out. And you know, they, obviously they put all the dirt into the grave and everything. Uh, they gag him and say, "Hey, call your wife, tell her everything, and we'll you know we'll let you go." They call the phone and Keanu starts to talk, but then he's like, he's like "Call the police! Call nine one one! This is a horrible impression that I'm doing." <laughs> and <laughs> And she says, psych. Yeah, she says, psych. I cut it off in voicemail. She didn't hear anything you said. And Keanu just, he, he, he's losing this. This is his last, you know, his hope. Yeah. Um, they look like they're going to hit him over the head with a statue. Like, all right, this is it. Goodbye. Yeah. And, and this is shot really cool. I like the way the scene looks. But they go to slam the sta- or like the headstone statue thing down. And they slam it right by his head. I thought they really hit him. Yeah, because you hear like the way it the sounds. Way it thuds. Basically. Yeah, basically I actually like... jumped when it happened. I was like, "Fuck!" They killed him. And then when the camera just moves over a little bit, you see that they were just scared. Yeah. Him. Um. Then they pretty much uh, they posted his video. Uh, well, no. Well, they they tell him the game's over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who do they think they're monsters or something? Like. Yeah. They're like you know you know. But they killed Lewis. Yeah, but they killed Lewis. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So. Well, they, they they claim that they didn't kill Lewis. He tripped and he fell. They didn't call the cops. Yeah, so but they laughed fault. about it. Yeah. Like obviously they're cool with they him dying. They inhaler, so they're involved. Yeah, they yeah him. they're involved. They're yeah. like they're cool yeah. with him dying. Yeah, pretty much. But they, well, they tell him that you know the game's over. This is it. Blah blah blah. They're not underage. They're not underage. And then they pay. They put a phone right in front of Keanu that has Facebook up. And they upload the video of them having sex. Which is, no, it's the one where Bell's raping. That's right, that's yeah. what it is, yeah. But, okay, but he, like, in this video, he's obviously tied to the bed. Yeah, but and it can be interpreted. It, it can be, like, way. a kinky thing. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? The bed's tied up, and then, like, his house is destroyed. And yeah, you can't, see, you can't see, see that in the... I know, but he's buried in the backyard, so it's like, hey, this story's gonna come out that, like, he, you know, these two girls broke into his house. Yeah, but at the moment, he's not thinking about that. If, someone did, if you're in that situation... That's what I was thinking about the entire movie. Well, I was like, yeah, they're basically making it look like intruders got to him. Like, these girls, like, got into him. And then, like, also, the girls on the video... So, like, they can find this girl now. She's, yeah. on, she's on the video. They got evidence of what this girl DNA is. DNA like. is all over the house. Her back was to the camera. So what? Like, it's so easy to find her and be like, okay, yeah. there she Oh, because of her spine prints? Yeah, what? I don't know. I just throw it out there. I got yeah. nothing. No, I felt like there was, like, too many... There wasn't, it wasn't clean cut at the end where it's like, oh, man, he's fucked. Like, no, it's like, okay, dude. Like, basically, you can just tell your wife, like, these guys, these girls came in, destroyed the house, raped you. Yeah. And then you're off... Clean, you're like... There's plenty of, like, evidence, But see, I, I don't... I wouldn't lie to my wife. You know he's going to come out and tell her the truth. That's the end of that, that loving family. That's yeah. it. Yeah. No, I don't so. think it's the end. 
I do. I think it was just when a, he tells her, and he goes, I, "I think it's a road bump." A road, <laughs> a road bump. A road <laughs> bump. Just a small little. It's just small little just a Tuesday. It's, it's a, pot, a Tuesday. It's a pothole. I don't think. <laughs> I, I really don't think at the end of this movie it gave anything away. I was like, it, I, I didn't really feel they that. Could go either way, I guess. Yeah, I don't really feel like he's in danger after this. I was like, yeah. okay, it's like these girls are screwed because now like, one's, now like, he's one's be on video and a faithful husband. Yeah, he'll never be unfaithful ever again. Yeah. We cut to um. He, he tries to get the phone. He's like struggling you to get his hand on the grave. Commenting like, "What the? Fuck, oh yeah, all dude. these comments are flying up on Facebook. He's trying to get it. He can't. We cut to the messy house. And then the family show up. It's a shot reminiscent to the beginning where you get like the tracking shot through the house. You see all the. Oh, that's exactly it. Yeah. And now you see it's all destroyed, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And then the Pixies, mom and the Pixies play. Yeah, where's my mind? Which actually fits this part. I, I enjoyed it. The two I girls was... watch the city blow up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the family walks in at the end, and the, one of the kids says, looks like Dad had a party, and... That's it. Fine. Fine. Mr. Fine. No. No? Okay. Watching too much Boy Meets World. <laughs> B Meets World. B Meets World. <laughs> BMW. <laughs> Alright, so let's go around the room and do our one-sentence summary. Hanta, we'll start off with you, buddy. Uh, this is a complete 180 from Green Inferno. I actually like this movie. Okay. I would recommend it. Okay. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a good suspense movie. Yeah. I got a couple. Okay. Yeah. Make them worth it, man. I'm trying, man. It's so hard to say with a straight face. <clears throat> knock, knock. Who's there? Eli Roth. Eli Roth, too. Exactly. Like, if he was a bad director, that'd be a good cut. Oh, okay. okay. Um, knock, knock. Who's there? A scary thriller. A scary thriller who? Exactly. I got two more. They get better, I promise. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Keanu. Keanu who? Can you make a better movie? Come on, guys. I tried so hard on these terrible. This last one better be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He's like, I didn't say it. <laughs> no. Nope. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it gets stupider. Uh, Problem Child 5. It's two girls, one Keanu. That's like this colon. God, man, I'm bombing today. Yeah. And then I came up with... Uh, Lock, cock, and two smoking hot. <laughs> I didn't get to finish it. <laughs> Lock, cock, and two smoking hotties. These were making me laugh during this movie. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay, but this you... is a good movie. No, I really right. enjoyed this. I, I I feel a little bit cheated. I feel cheated. Okay. I feel like there was. No... I feel like his wife. <laughs> I feel like it was kind of like. I feel like Canada didn't deserve it. Really. I I know like we're all men and we're all like you didn't deserve it if it yeah. was a girl watching. If movie. I was there, I definitely wouldn't partake in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we were like three girls, we'd probably be like, no, he totally deserved yeah, it because he cheated, cheat, right? Yeah. But I feel almost kind of cheated myself at the end because I feel like there's almost like no payoff, like because I feel like Keanu needs to be like a little bit more like maybe like there's a like, history of him cheating, you know? Yeah. Like he was kind of stuck in an awkward situation and like yeah, he, you know. Like, it was his fault for doing it. But, like, I feel like there was, wasn't was enough reason to hate him. Like, I kept waiting for him. Oh, I don't think you were supposed to. I don't think you were supposed to hate him. But I feel like there was, like... I know, but, like, it's almost like at the end, it's like, man, this is all just, like, the, the girls didn't get their upcomings. And it's like, what's worse is, like, him cheating on his wife or these girls going around and just fucking up families. And I'd have to say the girls going around fucking up families is way worse. I don't know. They're, like, they're going out there testing these husbands and, um... They're uh, they're doing good lessons for all these families. Yeah, I'm sure all these families are broke up. Probably. Yeah. Once they yeah. find out what happens, it's over anyway. So. Yeah, but yeah. I just, I just don't like. I feel like, like they. I mean, there's like an ending that they deserve. You know what I mean? Like that, I was. Oh, that's supposed payoff. to be the irritating thing when the movie yeah. cuts. You're like, fuck, they didn't get theirs. And yeah, 
I you know what? And I expect it with Eli Roth, they give it some kind of ending where it's yeah. like it's not over, and like the girls get hit by a car or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, something random. But like you know, with like Lewis dying though, there was a situation. That, I think that's what kind of pushed me a little bit over because I was like, okay, yeah. these girls suck. Like something's yeah. got to happen to them because like they just this guy just died. And, like, they're laughing about it, and he had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they claim that you they're know? not monsters. Yeah, know? and it's like, you know, the, the guy's bleed, like bleeding out of his head, and he didn't do yeah. anything about it. Yeah. So it's... I, I don't even know if I'd recommend it. It's definitely a very fucking irritating watch. Yeah, it is. Because when you get yeah. done watching it, it's like, you're irritated by it. And, like, I feel like... And I'm not, like, trying to let my judgment hate the movie because of that. You know, because you kind of come out of these situations, you're like, oh, that was awful, man. Like, they didn't get what they, they deserved. I think it was a good suspenseful movie, but it's very—it's a very irritating. Yeah, watch. yeah. Well, it's just because I think it's supposed to be irritating. That's it's the just whole trying point. to put yourself in his shoes, basically, to see what you would do. Yeah, you know, what you do differently. Supposedly, this is like a pseudo remake. Yeah, of like an older Death movie. Game, yeah, I think from the eighties, I believe. Yeah. Well, they didn't call it a remake; they called it like an updated version. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I guess they're making another movie like this as well, or something huh, like what? that. What? Yeah. Um, I will say this is still kind of on topic, but we watched this movie on VOD. And I will say, I love the theater experience, but man, the price difference between sitting in a theater and yeah. VOD. Oh, yeah. Seven bucks for all three of us, but yeah. ten bucks, uh, what, eleven bucks for each of us to go see Green Inferno? Plus popcorn. Cause plus popcorn. our, yeah, plus our three bags of popcorn. We love we popcorn here yeah. at Cinema Cult. <laughs> I, the, I, I'm not a fan of the theater system. Yeah. Right. It's just I the price. I don't yeah. think we've ever talked about that here on Cinema Cult. We talked about it uh, briefly in another episode. Did we? Okay, because yeah. I am how, not a fan of... How expensive it's starting to get. Because, you know, if you go with a family, you know, the dad's obviously paying for everybody. Yeah, And by the time they pay, it's they're probably dropping like 60 bucks. Oh, it's insane, yeah. yeah. Which is so, no, we, uh, we're wild. big supporters of EOD. I'm, 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 the quality was great. I'm happy <laughs> that we chose to do it that way. Yeah, yeah I guess to... if, if you watch VOD, like, get a group of friends, you know, you're basically having a good time. Like, yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, all right, well, that's good. You know what? This might be the only time we do a double feature, and so yeah. this might be the only time I say this, but we'll see you in the third part of the podcast. Oh, yeah, good call. Three hours later, <laughs> this episode <laughs> ends. Welcome back to the third part of the podcast where we're going to dissect and profile Eli Roth's career. Uh, let's go ahead and start off uh, with his directorial debut, Cabin Fever. Uh, this movie is a perfect movie in my mind. I really, really like this movie. This movie I like it. It's fun. It's a really And it's fun so movie. ridiculous. Yeah. And I kind of wish he would have kept that throughout his career. I feel yeah. like he got... I'm not saying he plays it safe, but I feel like he just started off with such a bang and then... Kind of stayed at like a level, I guess. I think you know, this is another. Yeah. For me, I feel like this is another like M Night Shyamalan situation. Oh, really? For me, yeah. Okay. Because he starts off with a solid first movie, and then yeah. from there, it's kind of like, kind of teetering on the same level, and then kind of going downhill as far as like storytelling and. Well, Hostels is his biggest one, though. Well, that's the one. That's, that's the second movie. That's yeah, that's when he yeah. follows up. Cameron, uh Three years later, he does Hostel. Yeah. yeah. And I think Hostel is just as good as Cabin Fever. I think it's just as good to a point. Uh, towards the end, it, get, it starts to get way too uh, Three Stooges-esque, okay. if you will. All right. Um, 
making use of a bowling pin sound during the last car chase or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a part where uh, at the end when he's escaping, okay. you know, and you got the three thugs or whatever they're... Or the, you know, there's the two girls that, that abducted them or led them to the hostel, if yeah. you will. And he hits them with the car and he makes a bowling pin Is sound. Is it really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Oh, man. But you know that's what? I, I, I love the last half of that movie, though. Like, I, that movie... Okay, that right there is an example of, like, a great time at the movies, I feel like. Because it's, you know, it's, like, it's funny the first half, and then it's, like, terrifying the second half. And then by that third part at the end, I'm sorry, first part is, like, funny, second part is terrifying, third part is, like, this revenge. And it's just, like, you're yeah. following everything, yeah. and you're loving everything you're seeing. Well, that's yeah. what's so smart about it is, you know, the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes is, I mean, I'm sure it's been said before, but it's pretty much Euro trip. It's your typical, like, let's go party. Yeah, and, and, you're, and you're having fun, and your guard's completely down. Yeah. And then when shit goes wrong, you're like, fuck, I forgot we were watching a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. And it really gets you. And like you said, even that revenge, like that last, like, 20-minute revenge it's scene. So it's revenge, oh, it's in, revenge in three minutes. Three minutes? Yeah. You think, oh, you think that just that last... Yeah, it's just like, it's basically just like, boom, boom, boom. You know, there's nothing really to it. No, but me. I think it's, it, it, as an audience member, you're kind of like, yeah! Like, yeah, because yeah, you want to see him get out, but the fact that he's also taking revenge on all of them is even better. Yeah, That's what much. I really like about it. Yeah. Eli follows this up uh, two years later with Hostile Part 2. I do not like this movie. I didn't like it when I, I saw it. I did not like it when I saw it. I was very against this movie when I saw it. Yeah, I was so disappointed. Well, I was um, pissed the first, like, five minutes of the movie because it contradicts everything that happens yeah. in the last movie. Yeah, it's such but a at the same time, race. I liked it. But, I don't like it. No, um, when I watched it at home uh, for the second time, I liked it a lot better. Yeah. It holds yeah. up. But Okay, this is what I kind of see with a lot with Eli Ross' career, though. I feel like with Cabin Fever, it's like an immature movie in the beginning, and then it starts to turn mature, mm-hmm. and it gets very serious, and you begin to you know yeah. care more for the characters. Yeah. Same thing with Hostel. It's a very immature movie in the beginning. And then it becomes mature, and you're really caring about the characters. Then it ends up being immature. Yeah, but like with Hostel Two, it feels like it's like almost immature filmmaking, where yeah. it's like all of a sudden, like you know, Jay Hernandez is head, like he's headless body there, squirting like, blood, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like I don't really care about all the characters at this point because it's like, I think that's what really killed my viewing experience for the second one was, was I was like, okay, if they're gonna do another story based on a hostile situation, right? Um. What's saying that like she's not going to get out of it alive? I mean, like we just watched the the protagonist from the last movie die. That's like, the so whole saying like this girl's going to make it out. But that's the movie. whole ending of Hostel too, where she's like, "I'm rich. I buy my spot, and you know, kill kills the yeah." Other but what's guy, saying like she's not dead? So I was just kind of like, okay, it doesn't matter what. Like I felt like it didn't matter what she did. I was like, okay, she's dead anyways. Yeah. Like, some in some form or fashion, maybe we're not going to see. But mm-hmm. well, I don't. I don't necessarily thought that. I just kind of thought like. Yeah, anything can happen, which I kind of like in movies. You yeah. don't want to, you want to know. And then that ending to Hostel Two is amazing. That's like the best ending is when they uh, they cut the main guy's head off, and then the kids play soccer with it, and then he kicks a goal and he scores, and he te- tears his shirt off, and he's like goal, and then it cuts to credits. I... And it's such a ridiculous ending. Mean, like it's something like that where it's kind of like immature. Like it's like it, it, you know, it got like with Hostel, it got a very, it, it's very serious and it's very, you know, at times. Yeah. And, um, like, the humor is there, but, like, the humor is in there in a different form. Like, okay, for instance, there's a scene in the first hostel when he's 
in the locker room talking to that guy about yeah, how... Yeah, he's jacked up. Yeah, he's jacked up, and it's funny, but it's funny in a very, like... It's a sadistic way, kind Sadistic of. way, where it's like, okay. But, like, with the head part, it's like, that's just kind of unrealistic. It's just, it's like, it, like I said, it's like, it's almost like a slapstick comedy, pretty much. Yeah, it, it kind of comes, like I said, it comes immature. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. Well, during the same time, um, Eli does a short parody trailer for the movie Grindhouse. Yeah, it's just a fake trailer, Fake basically. trailer. And uh, his skit. His oh, skit. this is great, though. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. This trailer, yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's yeah. If you haven't this seen it, just go look up Thanksgiving on YouTube. It's yeah, what? it's easy, like yeah. three, four minutes. Yeah, we saw this in theaters, and oh, we man. lost it. I would oh, say this is the best part of Grindhouse. Was this I might for me, yeah. it was uh, Edgar Wright's "Don't." Oh, I, yeah, I did. Yeah, like we the, laughed pretty I hard. I totally that. lost my shit during yeah. that. I like Don't, but, think, but, I, but Thanksgiving's awesome. But I feel like out of all those movies I would have watched, I would have watched Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, if it was a real movie. This is a co- like, you've never seen a, a slasher Thanksgiving movie before. I know, that's why it was so, so great. It was like, because it's like, you, you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, they did make a slash film about every fucking holiday that yeah. existed. Why not yeah, Thanksgiving? He's dressed up like a pilgrim, too. <laughs> yeah, I know, it was, it was awesome. It really was. I love uh, the, uh, the part during the, the parade in that trailer. And he just appears in front of the turkey mascot and chops his head <laughs> off and he's just walking around like dancing. <laughs> and was it? Michael Bane tastes it. It's like, it's blood. It's damn it. During this time, Eli starts to get into uh, some acting. He actually acts in the Death Proof uh, section of Grindhouse. Um, really just a little bit, right? Yeah, he's like a character at a bar. He's not yeah. in it too much. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to see him on the screen. It's the yeah. first time we really get to see him. I actually him. kind of enjoy his acting. He's got, I do, too. I do too. He's yeah. got yeah. kind of a cool character, kind yeah. of uh, aura about him. Yeah. No, no, I can see it. Well, he's got, I mean, he's got like a sense of charm almost. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll say that as well. But uh, he also acts in Inglorious Bastards. He is sold as hell in this movie. Yeah, he's great in Inglorious Bastards. Originally written for Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, which I would like to see Adam Sandler in that role. It would have been cool. I'm not a huge fan of him in this movie. Oh, I'd be like, what? really? Yeah. I, you know what? I, I've seen this movie, I think, twice. I've seen this a bunch of times. Um, I almost prefer his character not to say a single word the entire movie. If he's just like a brooding character. Yeah, you know? oh, that'd be because cool. he's a badass yeah. looking like dude in it, but as soon as he talks, but yeah, it kind of it ruins does, it. It does kind of, when he goes on his old baseball rant. Yeah, and it's not him, it's Tarantino's dialogue. Yeah. Like his his dialogue of everyone has to talk he just kind constantly. Of like, he you know does kind mean? of like whine a little bit in yeah. that scene. But like, it's like, he shouldn't have talked. He should have been quiet yeah. and like, just like this beast of a dude and not said a yeah. word the entire movie that would be kind of cool like knocking, Actually, the, yeah. knocking the baseball bat yeah because his character in Inglorious Bastards is the bear Jew yeah who's like this terrifying person that hunts down the Nazis you know? yeah and beats him to death at the club yeah and... basically a baseball bat Louisville slugger yeah and he's pretty badass it no, is. I just I feel like every time he but, talks in it, like he sounds like it's only that scene though. But he's hilarious in uh, when he when they go shoot the the theater at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he says champagne. Yes. With a champagne <laughs> bottle. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, he's good in. He does really well. And then he does uh, he does a lot of producing during this time. He does like Last Exorcism, mm-hmm. uh, Man with the Iron Fists. Yeah. Uh, but he does act in front of 3D. Which is a future podcast, I'm telling it? you. It is a phenomenal movie. All out. Um, and it says that he's in the movie Rock of Ages. I didn't, I've seen that movie, but I, I do not remember it. him in it. It also says he's in Scream 4. I don't remember I that. remember him Scream... I feel like I would have caught him in Scream 4. I yeah, don't remember I do not him. remember yeah. that at all. Um, during this time, he takes a big break from directing. He uh, has a pretty big part in the movie Aftershock. 
Uh, is he the main character of Aftershock? He's one of the main characters. Okay. Okay. I mean, he's like, in it a good amount. When they yeah. show like the poses for the movies, he's like the star. He's like, yeah, I mean, center. he's like part of like the five group. Okay. I mean. Okay. Um, then we have what well, we got the wow. sacrament. He produces. Oh, okay, he, he produces okay. sacrament. Yeah. And then we finally catch up to 2013 when he does Green Inferno, which didn't come out until now, until recently. Um, produces a movie called Clown or a short called Clown. That short is actually pretty terrifying. I've heard it's good. I haven't seen it, but, but they're, yeah, they made basically made a fake, almost like a fake trailer, I guess. Okay, yeah. And then they developed it into a movie. Okay. Uh, then we follow up with Knock Knock, which we discussed. Yeah. And then next on his list is this. Um, it's a novel. It's a novel called Meg. Okay. Uh, a novel of deep terror. And supposedly it's this huge series from the 90s. There's like four or five books. Actually, do you remember this from my uh, inventory days at the bookstore? Oh, really? Really? Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing this on the I've never to, heard of this It's before. supposed to be, it was like a pretty fought over series. People have been trying to direct this. Yeah. And I guess Eli, you know, won the well, rights to it. Hopefully so. it won't be too goofy. Well, you know, I, I think he'll do it pretty serious. I mean, yeah. if, if everybody's been fighting over the series and... I'd like to see him direct the movie about yeah. a giant shark, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, but I'm going back to it. our uh, Stephen King segment, he was originally going to direct Cell. I Which, that. I, that would have been really cool. That would have been, been kind of really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah that like a nice little cool. zombie. Yeah, you know, I would have liked to have seen that. I don't know what happened with. I think it was just production hell. Who's doing Cell now? Because it's already made, right? Um, yeah, it should be coming out. Here I know shortly. John Cusack and uh, Sam we talked about the Sam Jacksons in it. Yeah. No, I think it's pretty much done. It should be coming out here shortly, which I was saying that kind of dates the podcast. But if it never gets made, then the podcast never got dated. Yeah, that's right? true. So there you go. Wow. So what, what do we think of Eli Roth's uh, resume as a whole? Um, I I definitely think he's a director to look for. I mean, I I always look forward to watching his movies. I always go to hunt him down to watch him. I would never ignore anything that he came out with. Okay. But I feel like, in a way, there's certain... Like, there's not a single movie. Well, there's one single movie that I like. I would say I love out of his career, and it's Kevin Fever. But there's not. It's it's a weird relationship I have like with his films. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Hunter? I basically go in with caution, I guess. With okay. his movies, I liked Kevin Fever when I first saw it. I liked it a whole lot. I'm, I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm sure I'll still like it. Okay. Uh, I haven't gone back to see any of his other movies just because I wasn't a fan. Okay. Green Inferno, which we talked about, was. For me, it was kind of difficult to get through, but it was kind of refreshing seeing Knock Knock on VOD, and it was—I thought it was pretty solid yeah. movie. Yeah. I kind of—I like to see him outside of horror. Yeah, I, like I think. Yeah, I think that's what I would like to see him do—is maybe do movies that have kind of like a hint of horror to it. Yeah, but more uh, kind of maybe like suspense or thriller. I think he might. Yeah be awesome with it i think what he really needs though um i think he needs like a style or a look to yeah. his films like he's one of those directors that really needs like some kind of artistic like pool some they do kind of image go, pool they do kind of go up and down i feel like yeah they kind of fluctuate with the, the look and style i felt like cabin fever and hostel had a similar That's style as close as it will get pretty yeah. much yeah but you know what it's like if you do a style with horror films it kind of takes the audience out a little bit a little bit and they're not as I guess like, they, I mean, the scares don't come as easy. Well, John Carpenter, I mean, his style was that is true. John Carpenter does and... have a style, but he was able to keep it modern. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like yeah. when you keep it modern, you have to keep it modern. You have to use yeah. cell phones all the time. Yeah, and you have to write your stories around cell phones, yeah. and that's tough. Um, but I really think he needs like a cinematographer to like latch on to that. I'll like, tell you what, the cinematographer great. for Knock Knock was pretty impressive. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty. Yeah, good. that yeah. was a very good, good looking yeah. movie. 
I, 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 I don't think he's made a bad movie, in my opinion. I like everything really? he's ever put out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But you know what? I mean, we talked about Cam. Even Fever. what? Say it. I was say Green Inferno. I can't remember. Yeah, what you yeah I like Green Inferno. Okay. I thought it was good. Well, you didn't talk about Cam Fever. You talking about the cinematography of that though? Yeah. Um, I think that look is like really great. I think maybe he needs to go back to his low budget look. Maybe yeah. you know, maybe he's yeah. got. I don't want. I'm not saying like his movies are millions of dollars and millions of millions of dollars to make. I'm saying like maybe he needs to cut down the budget a little bit and almost make it like John Carpenter did with like a low budget. Just get kind of for all. Just of make it short, like just short, sweet, and simple to the the look and style of it. Yeah. Pretty much. Or make it like almost like a mood. I feel like a lot of his movies don't like have a uh, like a mood <laughs> built up. I was say maybe make a movie. I thought oh, you were saying. Oh. <laughs> I you were no, I mean, like his, his pick up a camera. And make a movie. That's yeah. it. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> we compare him to Carpenter. We compare him to Craven. Yeah. Um, and they both have like uh, they're very moody directors. Mm-hmm. You know, they build up a mood before like they bring in a scare. Yeah. And I can't think of a single like movie of his that has almost a, a mood to it. I mean, comedy is kind of his mood. Yeah, I feel like. Know. No, actually, that's a pretty good point. His humor is a big part yeah. in his movies. Yeah. Actually, minus the past two ones we just reviewed. Not a lot of humor in either one of those. No. I think it was uh, unintentional humor. I think there was a little bit here. In- oh, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like with Green Inferno War. Just like going back to it, the guy pleasuring himself in the, the cage. I, no, I think that yeah. was intentional. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I think that was Eli Roth being when like, wouldn't he stare When he gets if. choked see, and that's- he's like into it. <laughs> and he's <you> still- <laughs> but that's the stuff I was talking about, like kind of. Like the immaturity of it, where it's like, okay, come on, we don't really need this. Scene. I like his immature. Like I was like, comedy. this is kind of too immature for this. Like, yeah. you know, make this a really horrific like moment. Don't take us out with this goofy scenario yeah. right here. Yeah, well, it's like if you're gonna do horror, why not try to top the the masters of horror and do something legit like scary or yeah. you know terrifying? Yeah. You know? Well, I think he's still trying to figure it out. He's still relatively Which new to the like, game. Yeah, I guess he's been here a little over ten years. Yeah, something like ten years so. or so. But he needed like. You haven't made that many movies. You gotta jump on it. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I he agree. also needs to do something f- more uh, fantastical. I, yeah. I think this next one's gonna be pretty because uh... all of the stuff is grounded in reality. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's all it all really could happen. But like, I would like to see what he like could do with vampires. That'd be cool. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know Hemlock Grove. We talked about that, mm-hmm. but that's that's his producing project. I want to see him like a directing project. Did you guys watch that at all? No, I watched the first been. episode. Okay, it's I've heard some. Okay uh, I've heard some. It's weird. It's I don't know. For some not so great things. What'd about, you hear? Uh, that just wasn't good. No, it's it's I don't know. I I couldn't get through it really. Yeah. It, was kind of, it was kind of. I heard watch. basically I heard it was like a little too over the top on the gore, like way too over the top on the gore. Yeah, it is. It's very to the like, point where it's just effects, like which is and, yeah. I mean, it could be bad for some, but yeah. Isn't um, Pam Key Jansen on that? Yeah, yeah. I so, yeah. Is she a main I, character? I think so. When okay. I saw the trailer, like for the first season, I knew she was yeah. like one of the main. Okay. She's like the mom or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's one of those shows where the story didn't hook me, though. Okay. You know, it wasn't the look of the actors. It was a story that didn't hook me. Okay. And that's why I didn't continue to watch yeah. that. Yeah. I'll give it a try. Okay, well, that pretty much wraps up Eli Roth. Uh, did you guys watch anything this week? They just added The Flash to Netflix, so I've been revisiting that. Okay. I really like that show. All right. This is my second time going through the season. What are they, just first season so far? They premiered the second uh, season last okay. week. All right. And... Looking forward to the rest of the season. Okay. I'm going to say I watched Reanimator. Okay. Because both you guys <laughs> fell asleep during it. We tried to put a Reanimator and... Uh, well, we tried watching Hellraiser 5. Uh, Hellraiser 5, which is Hellraiser Inferno. Yeah. And it was just a boring movie. 
Yeah, it was like it had that straight video quality yeah. to it the whole time. Like yeah. even the story. Well, it's like I guess what people describe it is like the the Hellraiser movie without Pinhead. Pretty much, yeah. That's He's what only it in is. It for like I a, think because I, I didn't make because we ended up turning it off. But I remember the last half an hour being really cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna revisit it. Okay. But um, yeah, we ended up putting in Reanimator. I didn't make it to the beginning credits. I thought it made it far, but I think it was because I kept waking up at different moments of the movie. Yeah. So Matt, what'd you think of Reanimator? I really, I've never seen Reanimator. Oh, it's your first time? That I, I saw the ending a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I really liked it. Yeah, I saw, I saw a long time ago. I, I like it. That's it's, a really. Good I movie. watched two absolutely disgusting movies this week. I mean, Reanimator this is my first time seeing it. But the fly, okay, the Cronenberg yeah, fly, gross. yeah, is oh, like yeah. I just, I mean, that's like the fourth or fifth well, time. Cronenberg is has disgusting stuff in his movies. Yeah, and I just watched Scanners too. Okay, so two Cronenbergs like, back, two Cronenbergs back. That's a lot. That's we a lot. could do. We, I think we should do a future podcast on Cronenberg movies. That'd be cool. I'll be down. Yeah, because yeah. I think there's a lot to say. I don't know, man. But is there, some of his movies are so slow. Though. That's what I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> we could easily watch Videodrome. Oh yeah, Videodrome would be a good one. One. No, I also watched Hannibal. Okay, yeah. what do you think? I uh, watched it, I'm at uh, early season three, I believe. Which oh, I watched, I watched the movie Hannibal. Oh, shit. How's the show? Show's actually pretty decent, a little slow, okay. uh, very stylistic as far as like cinematography goes. Uh, it got canceled, didn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, because it kind of leads up to Silence of the Lambs. Oh, really? And as far as storytelling goes, it basically goes all the way through Red Dragon. Uh, but Mads Mikkelsen as Hannibal, he's fucking awesome. I heard he's really good. Yeah. He seems like he'd be a really good Hannibal. He is legit. Like yeah. he, the way he just has that, he's kind of like very calm and calculating yeah. the entire time, and he's just he's solid. Really, that's a pretty good description right there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we watched me and Matt watch The Good Son. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> that clip scene, the best scene I've ever. Oh man, seen any movie. dude. That movie that, is like that ending. As hell. Even though I knew it was gonna happen, I was still like, "Oh man, like, it's crazy." <laughs> it really, it's a pretty, cle- it's a brave ending. That's what I'll say. Oh, it really is. Uh, I think, but the biggest shocker for me in that movie is when Macaulay Culkin grabs Elijah Wood. And they're in this treehouse. Oh yeah, and he's going down the rope. And he's like, "Don't fuck with me." Yeah, <laughs> that's like that's the. Like I think that's what ten year old. I think that's what Culkin. pulled people in because it was like right after Home Alone. Yeah, and I'm sure people are like, "This is the movie where." You know, Kevin says "fuck you" or you know, dude. When he go. said How that, cool was that though? Matt like, gasped. He's like, yeah. "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, dude, gas. I was like, "God, <laughs> he said a dirty word." <laughs> but like, no, what a really cool like career move for like a whatever year old kid to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna do a movie his, where his parents I'm made evil. all the decisions." Yeah, his parents were the captain back well, then. They were the captain. <laughs> but I was like, no, I, I really like the good son. Um, it's a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we watched Saw Five together. I watched like half of Saw Five. Man, yeah. I just I can't get into those movies. Those movies are not good. I like them. not good. They're entertaining. There's like no story to tell in those movies. I still don't understand like the moral code yeah. in those films. Well, you can't watch one and then jump into five. I think they pulled I mean, like a. They almost pulled a. Actually, they they did. They pulled a Fast and the Furious where they like, I think totally by accident, thought you know started doing stories where they like tie into each other. You know. Oh yeah. Where yeah. it's like. Well, this happened in, during the first events, dude. Movie. That's what five is. Yeah, that's what five, five is. is nothing but flashbacks. Oh, that's all it, it is. Oh, it's pretty annoying. That's yeah, I don't like that one. Not a fan. Um, I think that's all I pretty much watch. Yeah, that's all I, I watch. Need to watch too you much guys watch a lot more than I did. <laughs> I just watched Flash. I watched Good Son and Saw Five. What else did I watch? Oh, and Hellraiser three, and five. Well, wow. I'm still on my like yeah. 31 days of Halloween, so I'm watching 
of crap load of horror films. Oh, I yeah. I watched uh, the ghost movie uh, We Are Here Now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Correction. But we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we are still here. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeesh. How was it? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like one of those movies, like it follows where it's just kind of like a independent movie, short, sweet, and simple, very yeah. short, you know, the story is pretty straightforward. Um, you guys should check it out because I want to hear your guys' opinions on it. Worth, okay, yeah, worth I do watching? want to see it. Yeah, I think it's worth trying. Okay, so I okay, so I'm a I'm a huge fan of movie posters. Yeah, that poster is pretty. And the badass. movie poster for that poster is so cool that I wanted to check out the movie because of the poster. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what movie posters should do because cool. movie posters don't do that anymore these days. They nice. suck now. Yeah. Oh, they do. They do. Oh, and one more movie, Sleepy Hollow. So it turns out I did watch a little. You bit. did oh, watch yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to wrap up this week's podcast. Uh, join us next week with the uh, the final conclusion of October Scarefest as we do a profile and tribute to Wes Craven. Um, as always, if you can like and rate us on iTunes, check us out on Facebook and SoundCloud as well. We always appreciate it. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. We'll see you next week.